1: Good morning, and welcome to the serious side
2: of the J. Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now, here's your host, J. Ryle.
3: Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, and good morning to you all. Today is August 15, 2021, and here are the topics that we will discuss well this week's edition of the Serious Signs of the Chain. Brown,
4: show.
5: I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do.
2: Three-term New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's dramatic
6: fall from grace.
5: My resignation will be effective in 14 days. Joel
6: Greenberg, a former associate of Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gaetz, today pleaded guilty to six of 33 charges against him, including sex trafficking of a minor. In return, Greenberg, a former Florida local tax official, agreed to fully cooperate with federal investigators. Greenberg's criminal case led to a sex trafficking investigation of Congressman Matt Gates, who was a close ally of former President Trump. Gates was not mentioned in the court papers, which is normal, and has not been charged with the crime. Congressman Gates has repeatedly denied wrongdoing.
5: We got attacked by China, and they flipped this election and down tickets to the tune of tens of millions. This is crazy, and all you have to do is come to the symposium.
2: Those Afghan civilians who helped U.S. forces over the last two decades are in more danger than ever. Operation Allies Refuge is the Biden administration's plan to airlift some 20,000 Afghan interpreters and translators to safety. So far, the U.S. government has managed to rescue around 1,000, and that leaves thousands more of people and their families stuck in the crosshairs as the Taliban threaten anyone who helped the U.S. during the war.
6: Online radio at its best.
7: Good morning, Lord,
8: today's a new day, a chance for a new start, yesterday is gone, and with it, any regrets, mistakes, or failures, I may have experienced, it's a good day to be glad, and give thanks, and I do, Lord, thank you for today, a new opportunity to love, give, and be all that you want me to be.
3: Good morning and welcome into the Serious Time. My name is Jay Raul and I'm glad you guys are here. The number is 347 2, 2, 3, 2, 2. But as always, I never share the stage on myself. Let me introduce you to some of the very best in the business. This Vanessa Maybell is in the house. Johnny D is in the place to be as well. Good morning, fam. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you doing? And welcome back. Good morning, everybody. Good
9: morning, Jay. I missed you guys. I'm glad y'all are well.
3: We miss you, well. <laughs> you as well. Absolutely, absolutely.
7: What's going on, That's Johnny? Nice D. The place to be. How are you, sir? I- uh You know, I I am blessed uh, and glad to be back. Definitely, a uh, lot of topics, a lot of news have gone on since the last time I, I was part of this great venue and forum. So I- I'm looking forward to contributing and uh, thank everybody for. Uh, uh, this opportunity that's given to me each Sunday morning.
3: Well, we missed you as well, and we're glad you are back in the house. A lot's been going on. Mr. Elias is off this morning. He's traveling the highways and byways of America, so we want to make sure that guy gets back safely to his home domain. Vanessa, uh, so tell us now. You were to us about the cruise. What's going on here? Give us a little bit of update. You know, we love we live vicariously through you. So tell us a little bit about what happened and uh, yes, sir. break it down for us. <laughs>
9: you know, I'm so grateful that um, that was the sixth cruise out of Galveston. There are only two ports that are uh-huh. testing out on cruising right now, and it is Miami right. and Galveston. Uh-huh. And um, there's only two ships out of Galveston, a big one that's seven days and a small one that's five. So I was on cruise number six on the small one, and there are a lot of changes and just real, 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 real quick. I want to take away from the show, but Uh real, real quick for those of you who cruise, uh, everything is computerized. It's computerized. You don't be leaving your phones at home, come out you on vacation, because if you do, you're going to be screwed. Everything, even the old people were like, I don't know how to get this information. It's all on your telephone. If you check in, oh, wow. it's taking a picture. It's under, if you check in to get on the cruise, I keep telling you, uh, Jay, to get on the cruise with us, uh, it is uh, uh, computerized once they take your picture. If you want to oh, see wow. what's on the menu, you have to zap it. Zap that little square like you at Chili's. And order to yes. see what's on the menu If you okay. um, Yeah, if you want to photograph I think that you'd be all around the ship taking pictures everywhere uh-huh. You have to go uh-huh. on your TV Or on your phone And see your pictures uh-huh. It is crazy how everything was computerized Because number one, they're saving paper From the trees and the fires And number two uh-huh. They are trying to be sanitary So they don't want people touching paper And sitting it down And somebody else pick up the piece of paper So no there were sanitary stuff everywhere, sanitizing wow. stations everywhere, even the the paper towels what, that uh-huh. had all on it. I filled up Ziploc right. bags. They were everywhere. So don't be wow. afraid to cruise. And now is the cheapest time. Now there was a ship that came back in yesterday. They had twenty six people with COVID. Oh wow! Nobody died, and that is because they were vaccinated. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get on that topic. But, yeah, they were vaccinated, and so that's why it wasn't serious and they didn't bring the ship back. If they wasn't vaccinated, they probably would have brought the ship back in to get those people off because they need to be hospitalized. But because all of them were vaccinated, the ship stayed out there and quarantined them. But our ship didn't have anybody. Thank you, Lord Jesus, I prayed over that ship. But I had a great time in Mexico. (laughs) I brought back some white Hennessy and everything is so rock. Oh, wow. see. I didn't
3: that. know you were doing all that, so you could have brought me back. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm di- I'm digress. I have a wholesome image. Well, Vanessa, thank you so much for uh, giving us the <laughs> breakdown yeah, we on your trip. I
9: well, I did
3: not know you were doing white Hennessy. I was like, what? Okay. Uh, thank you, Vanessa, for exposing that other side of Jay. Johnny, do you weren't here last week either, man. Talk to us, man. <laughs> <laughs> How was your last weekend, sir?
7: You know, it, it was not as exciting and fulfilling as Miss Vanessa's. So, uh, my apparently my experience at Chili's recently was not as enjoyable as Miss Vanessa's. But now I, I will say that I had the same same opportunity. You know, I came in and I asked the uh, the hostess. I said, "So, do we get some menus?" And they gave me one. And of course, I had a little bit extended party, and when he told me I had to use my phone, um, I told my kids, "Let's go." So I'm not doing all of that right there. But uh, she Dude, is absolutely that's the world,
9: right, JD. I'm sorry, yeah, That is it, really it really is. World.
7: It really is. Definitely. I mean, for some reason or another, I think when when those codes get in there, and I'm not so conspiracy theories, but. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable oh, doing it, and, and felt like it was unnecessary. So, so she so, so oh, so called God. me an old dragon. and um, that was okay, like my strong point. <laughs> so, you saw putting codes and stuff out there. Um, nah, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I was like, let's let's go. So uh, we went we went elsewhere where we could at least get a menu oh, I wow. it, 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 in, in, in the age of cold <laughs> you know what miss vanessa i would agree i was going to say that i was going to say that you know years ago when wow. i read some some studies they said the most unsanitary unsanitary experience that you can have in a restaurant is touching the menu the menu yeah uh-huh. they, they did say that so uh but beyond that, uh, life has been uh, pretty, pretty normal for me. while well, working, just trying to make sure that I keep, you know, the the the, the great state and the great <laughs> citizens and stakeholders of North Carolina safe. And I did start my, my coaching experience yesterday with uh, a, a a football go team uh, of, here of we some go. young guys, and uh, we we ended up being successful. So uh, that'll be oh, my boy. Saturday. I will now. tell you this right here, folks. Um, mm-hmm. That heat is real. Um, like I said, I got a little older and uh, stayed hydrated, but uh, I think it was 106 index, and it took a little bit out of me. It really and truly did. So I spent the rest of the afternoon kind of recovering. So uh, oh, wow. definitely. So stay out of that heat and be safe, definitely. Uh, that was not a, a good experience and probably not a wise move uh. You know, being out there with a long sleeve shirt on didn't help either. So uh, next time I'll take some different precautions. But it was a great experience. And like I say,
10: I uh, think the young men
7: had some fun. So so that's kind of been what I've been doing. And I uh, haven't really been in the news. Took a sabbatical. I've uh, been reading some books and studying some, some things on, on Christian leadership and and some other stuff, so uh, I may not be as informed as I typically like to be, but uh, sometimes you just got to step away from those things, so, yep, and Jay, what what, yes, what have you been up to, my friend? Well, I tell you what,
3: uh, you know, obviously, I talked about how my mom was diagnosed with dementia, so one of the things I've been doing is preparing my home for my mother, uh, we're going to move her down here, and so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Out of the three siblings, uh, I think I'm in the best position to provide the necessary care that she needs at this stage of her life. And so, uh, you know, that's what I've been doing, just preparing my home for that. Because obviously, you know, my house was not, is not equipped for to have an elderly person. Uh, bouncing around here, but my mom still thinks she's whatever age she thinks she is, and so she still bounces around and do the things that she needs to do, but I just need to make it just a little bit more safer for her. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. And also I was uh, – you know, it's interesting you talked about coaching, Johnny D, because I was talking to some people over the weekend about me getting back into coaching. Now, since we were uh, – when I left Germany, time you and i were there so many things that happened with me from uh from a, a, a coaching perspective i actually ended up coaching usa basketball uh usura i ended up coaching uh in a pro league uh head coach of a team uh in, in europe that eventually turned into the nfl europe's experience so i've really been uh really hold all those skill sets, and it's interesting, uh, when I go to my daughter's basketball games, you know, I, I, I yell things from the stands, and so one of the coaches came, he said, you used to be a coach? I said, yeah, man, that was back in the 90s. You know, the game has changed since I was on the sidelines. But, uh, but one situation happened where the coaches were late to the game, and so the girls were standing on the sideline like, what's going on? And I had to no, Johnny D, man, I had to bounce into the action, baby. I ran over there and
4: uh,
3: <laughs> routed the girls, and uh, <laughs> they, the coaches eventually came. About I want to say three minutes later, but boy, it felt good standing on that sideline. And the ref was like, "Oh yeah, we could tell that you're an old veteran over here." I said, "Absolutely." So it was a. Uh, it was fun, man, absolutely, but but I can't I, I can't get back into it, John, because my you know I, I I say some words that are not so flattering sometimes, and you know and I like to work the referees. That's what I'm not seeing in AAU basketball. They have some of the worst referees in the yeah. world, and the bottom line is the coaches let them get away with it. See me myself, I've got teed up about four times, so I had to walk away. So so that's exactly <laughs> what I ended up yeah, with. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun. Yeah.
7: Jay, I, I will say this right, here, and, and you're right. Uh, you were always that 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 person who was more mature than uh, than than what your age was. I like you said, I always oh, I my big God. brother, but I always, I always thought that 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 were than I was because of the way that you handled yes, yourself. You but as far as your your your, your eye for talent. Um, you always had that, and that's why I, 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 I was the great quarterback and everything else for your teams and things like oh, that. Well, so, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> so, so, anyway, let me say to
3: you, Jay. Let, let me say yes,
10: to
9: you, Jay. I have been down the aisle where I was the sibling who took the parents. And so I want to um, salute you uh, through the telephone I want to salute okay. you through the telephone For doing that um, and, Absolutely And I know you have daughters And you have a wife And all of that stuff that can help you But I used to do social work With things that they could need And I could give you tidbits On how you can help get all of that stuff Or whatever But anyway Hats off salute well, thank to you you
3: well, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you so much. And that's a drop-the-mic moment. Okay, we spent enough time jaw-jacking like we always do. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. 850 is 15 minutes after the hour. It's time to get you caught up with the latest news. And, man, we have a lot to talk about this morning. Man, what an action-packed show, as always. But, hey, folks, we appreciate you. We'll be right back after this. It's time to get updated right here on the TGRS Radio Network Online Radio. That is best.
6: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. A month-long Taliban offensive has brought militants today to the gates of the Afghan capital, the seat of government power. Kabul is surrounded. The Associated Press reports Taliban negotiators at the presidential palace are working on a transfer of power. NPR's Jackie Northam has more. Taliban fighters moved in towards Kabul after capturing the eastern city of Jalalabad overnight and taking over a border post with Pakistan. President Biden increased the number of U.S. forces to help evacuate embassy personnel and other Americans. Other countries are also racing to protect their personnel. A Taliban spokesman in Doha told Al Jazeera that militants are waiting for a deal for the peaceful transfer of Kabul to their hands. But there has been a disconnect between the Taliban's political wing and its fighters. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani is holding emergency talks with top U.S. and NATO officials in the region. Jackie Northam, NPR News, Washington. Rescue crews in Haiti are still working on finding survivors one day after a major earthquake devastated parts of the nation and overwhelmed hospitals. At least 300 people are dead and hundreds of others are missing or hurt. Haiti's Interior Minister Liz Kipel, describes the scale of the damage to the BBC.
5: We have at least 11 cities in the need department that are affected by the earthquake. We have at least close to 900 houses that have been destroyed and over 700 that have been damaged from the first assessment. A number of public offices like hospitals, schools, hotels, and churches have been damaged or got destroyed.
6: Adding to the hardships, a tropical storm is approaching Haiti, possibly bringing devastating rain and flooding by tomorrow. U.S. hospitals are getting overwhelmed by the unvaccinated as the highly contagious Delta variant spreads largely in the South. In Texas, the governor and attorney general are digging in on a mask mandate ban. But Texas Public Radio's Jerry Clayton reports at the local level, defiance is rising.
7: Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton said in a late-night tweet Friday he plans to take the mask mandate battle to the Texas Supreme Court. Governor Greg Abbott's ban on face mask
8: mandates has been overridden in several cities and counties by local officials, including in San Antonio, where a county district court judge issued a temporary restraining order blocking the governor's
5: ban. That allowed local health officials to issue a mask mandate for schools there, many of which have returned to in-person learning. Paxton attempted to block the restraining order Friday, but the Fourth Court of Appeals denied his request. Another appeals court also allowed cities and
8: counties in the Dallas area to require masks for returning school children. I'm Jerry Clayton in San
7: Antonio.
6: You're listening to NPR News.
7: The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance of living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance, too? Learn more at NAACP.org.
5: I think that given the circumstances, The best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do.
2: Three-term New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's dramatic fall from grace.
5: My resignation will be effective in 14 days.
2: The son of fame New York Governor Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, became a regular national presence presence on TV during New York's peak COVID outbreak. But he's since been embroiled in scandals over nursing home deaths the publishing of his book, and allegations of sexual harassment. All
5: allegations he continues to refute. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. But I didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn.
11: Cuomo's
2: resignation comes exactly one week after the release of a scathing report from the state's attorney general, alleging the governor sexually harassed 11 women. Democratic leaders welcoming Cuomo's decision to step down.
5: I respect the governor's decision.
2: But President Biden, who had called on Cuomo to resign, also saying this when asked about Cuomo's performance as governor, aside from his personal behavior
5: but I've done a hell of a job.
11: Cuomo's accusers today also reacting to the news. It feels like a weight is off of my shoulders and hopefully I can move forward and be happy again.
2: Is this resignation enough
11: for you? It's not. He didn't take responsibility, Uh, he didn't really apologize. Watching his press conference today and his resignation, he almost still had the attitude as though he is the victim. When he is not the victim, he is the victimizer. Cuomo
2: said his resignation was meant to avoid a long and expensive impeachment, but that process may still go forward. And if convicted, Cuomo could be barred from ever seeking state office again. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will take over in two weeks, becoming the state's first female governor. She said today she's prepared to lead.
3: Welcome back in. 347-850-1272 2, 2 is our caller number. It's 21 minutes after the hour. You're listening to The Serious Side. Right? So after New York Attorney General Letitia James' report found that Governor Andrew Cuomo had violated state and federal law by sexually harassing 11 women, Cuomo seemed intent on writing it out. Just two weeks ago, he denied the report's charges and said that he wouldn't resign. But with most Democrats, including President Biden, calling for his resignation, an impending impeachment investigation of the state legislator, and public opinion now solidly against him, it all became too much for Cuomo. And on Tuesday, he announced his resignation effective August 24th. We'll start right there. Um, You know, we talked about this last week, about the governor and some of the things that were going on with him. And, you know, we hadn't talked about it on the show uh, because, you know, obviously we had so many different things to talk about. And, you know, it just seems to me that, you know, once the Me Too movement started, a lot of, you know, we saw the fall of a lot of big time uh, names out there. Bill Cosby, you know, uh, Harvey Weinstein, all these people started really getting into trouble. And so now it became apparent that when Andrew Cuomo uh, was brought up on these charges or these accusations that he had sexually abused people that was within his charge, um, you know, we just knew it was just a matter of time. Even though this guy was, uh, you know, strong on politics, uh, they considered him a political bully. He had a lot of weight, especially, you know, his uh, platform he had during COVID. People were looking at this guy as a possible president, presidential candidate in 2024. Matter of fact, if you really think back, people were talking about replacing Joe Biden on the ticket with Andrew Cuomo at the time. Now look where we are. So let's start right there. So Vanessa, let me start with you. You've been on the cruise ship, but I'm pretty sure you've been following what's been going on with Andrew Cuomo. Are you surprised that um, he resigned? From after he had you know, talked about he's not going anywhere, he's a New Yorker, he's going to fight. He did this PowerPoint presentation showing him kissing black, white, old, young, male, female, straight, gay folks. He put this presentation out there saying that this is just him, he's a handsy person. Um, Were you surprised that he uh, resigned? Surprised and disappointed.
9: Disappointed. Um, You're surprised and uh, and and disappointed I'm disappointed Not in him resigning I'm surprised that he resigned I'm just disappointed That people Went after him Because he went after Trump Um, And I'm surprised To bring this up So you got a president That got voted in for groping Women Right Okay and touching them and talking about them and how he gets away with it. Right. This man might have kissed somebody or touched somebody the wrong way because the lines have moved. You said that in your introduction and they're going after him like he was a racist, but they didn't go after Trump like that. I am so
0: surprised so, at that.
3: But let me ask you a question. And I think that this is where, Democrats and the Republicans are different because the Republicans want to remain in power. You know, something that we're not going to talk about today, but apparently we will be talking about it as, uh, you know, we'll talk about it in the future. You know, the census report came out saying that, uh, you know, by the year, what, 2045, that America will be 85 percent. I can't let me pull the numbers up because I had them because I wanted to talk about them briefly. But Republicans are starting to see the writing on the wall. So what they're doing is they're changing the goalposts, and so what you're saying is you're surprised that you're disappointed that he that he resigned. And, I, and, and look, I get that. I mean, some people are saying, look, he, he made a mistake, you know, whatever the case may be. But some of these women are saying, hey, he put his hands up their dress and grabbed the buttocks. He put his hands down their, you know, blouse and grabbed their stocking. Asked him in a pro- but, well, I mean, but it, well, listen, I hear you, Vanessa. Listen, you're preaching to the choir uh, to a certain degree uh, because
9: I think some of them got bought off by Trump. I do. Oh
3: wow. Okay. Please explain.
9: I think the Trump set this up, y'all. Okay, so when this came out, let's be honest on the panel. When this came out, I am not saying if this man did this, it is wrong. That it's not wrong. I'm not saying that, ladies. Don't be emailing Jay. I'm not saying that. But I am saying, I think that all of this is strange, that it never, ever, ever came out until after Trump's election deal. It, out of all these years, it just never came out. Just bam, all of a sudden, he touched my boobies. Okay, really? I have a problem with that. Because women need to start speaking out when it happens and not waiting years and years and years. This is no comparison to Bill Cosby, who gave women quaaludes to make them screw him. Or oh, they didn't even remember being screwed. So this is not the same. This is not the same as Donald Trump saying, yeah, I'm running for president, and I grope these women, and I'm rich, and I can get away with it. It is not the same thing. This is the equivalent to me of, like, Biden touching people and not even thinking twice about it. So I'm sure that Jill has got her hands full. With keeping Biden's hands off of people, because he had a problem with touching on people on the shoulder and squeezing their shoulder and stuff. I mean, I just think he did so much for this country that couldn't y'all give this man a pass? Damn.
3: Well, well, now other things that are coming up with Cuomo about, you know, they're they're saying that that he lied about some of these. Uh, that he did Johnny D. You know, I hear what Vanessa saying. But he was starting to come under scrutiny anyway because people were talking about what happened with the nursing homes, that he underreported the numbers to, to make himself My look God. good or whatever the case may be. So give me your Jay, thoughts me today, on
9: that. I know I'm going to stop. i let you tell, talk to D, but hold on. I know two parents died of COVID, and they said they didn't. I know two people whose parents were in nursing homes that died of COVID, and they had all the symptoms and everything of COVID. But they say they died of natural causes. Bullshit.
3: Thank you, Vanessa, so, for your uh, colorful not, language oh, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you
9: know what? Whoa. You know what, Jay?
3: I understand, Vanessa. <laughs> get it off your chest, sweetie.
9: I'm fine. you get on a cruise. I'm, I'm, you, you I'm, can I'm, fire them no, 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 no. Jay, it's just they need to stop.
3: You think it's they, a double standard? They need
9: to stop.
3: Okay. All I right, do. Right Okay, fair enough, Vanessa. Fair enough. Okay, All right, Johnny D, give me your thoughts go on this.
9: No, you don't have to so shut good. up.
7: No, no, that's okay. Just go ahead, Johnny D. Uh you give me your thoughts, man. well I don't share the same sentiments as Miss Vanessa, um, although I do respect uh, her her analysis of what happens. Uh for some reason or another we have seen during the course of this this patriotic country is the inability to understand power and the influence of power. Uh, it, it can be seductive. Um, you know, when, when, you, when, when you look at individuals who have some type of acclaim or some esteem or may be financially uh, wealthy or in better positions, uh, there is an arrogance that sometimes come with this. And if you think about uh, the Cuomos, the Cuomos have been a New York dynasty and almost, in a sense, from a political standpoint, in the northeastern part of this country has somewhat replaced the Kennedys' legacy. As uh, Richard Nixon feared the Kennedys, as the Bush feared the the, 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 the uh, Cuomos, and Donald Trump, too, feared Como. In a in an election, so um, the thing being is he took the helm and took to the stage during the COVID era. You know, here it is. You got a gentleman who is who was brash, uh, even during his his resignation speech. He did not take accountability. Uh, I, I'm somewhat disillusioned and 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 concerned about the lack of accountability that people have for for the state attorney general to conclude that you have sexually harassed not one but 11 women, that means that you've probably done more than that. Now, for them to come out at this point in time, I don't know what the motivation behind any of it was, but sometimes people are fearful. If you were a single mother And you have means, or if you, or if you're an intern and you're looking to get into that political realm, sometimes those individuals subject themselves to the foolishness that another person will say that you know what I wouldn't have taken that, but at the same time you don't know their circumstances, so maybe there was some ulterior motives, there maybe there was some 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 appeasement to say okay I'm going to get this for that. So, do you fault the person for eventually standing up? Well, I mean, you've got to be accountable for what you do, particularly when you violate someone. You know, there, there there is a a a means or you know a a a boundary testing, as I like to call it, that most gentlemen will engage in, okay? Because little boys and little girls, we know that they're that they're different. Uh, when a little boy comes into this world and existence, we are taught one thing to conquer, okay? When little girls come into It is sometimes taught that you are to be submissive. Well, today's culture is a a lot different, okay? It's a lot different. But in that era, in that era and in existence, these things occur. So, therefore, sometimes that restraint that young boys have coming up is not as controlled as the young females because we're taught. To conquer whether it be you know to 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 domineer another male, which means okay i i can I, I can beat you or i can I can play athletics better than you or I dress better than you it's always a competition, so oftentimes who are we trying to entertain oftentimes we're trying to entertain the likeness of the female, okay, or the acknowledgement of the female now you take this governor who gets away with it one time, I mean, something as subtle as putting your hands on their back, and then it just escalates into something different. Yeah, there's a lot of people who probably saw that taking shaping, taking form and, and, and shaping itself. Why no one comes forward in, in the initial state? Could it be risky? It can be. Would it be truthful? In most instances, it probably is. Yeah, there, there's going to be some pile-on. But people are comforted in the numbers, so there's strength in numbers. And to be to be accused of and found found to be substantiated, 11 cases of sexual harassment. I felt like uh, his his lack of ownership was disappointing. Uh, to step back and talk about the you know the, the the political bar has been moved as if he's some victim. Uh, it just saddens me that. You know, you would not take any responsibility and accountability, and, you know, he too has a daughter. You know, I I don't know about any other extended family, but you got a daughter, and I know my sensitivity came when I started having daughters, you know, because, hey, like I say, I I wasn't that guy, but I was that guy, you know, so uh, – Like I say, just, just the lack of accountability. Then you think about all the other things that he did in the midst of COVID. You, you know, you, you, you suppressed in the numbers and stuff so that you can count yourself as this great guru because he had aspirations of, of, of moving further. Believe that. Yeah. Uh, he was looking at a fourth term, uh, which would have, uh, you know, been Grouped more than what his father yeah. did. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. exactly so he was looking at that but at some point right. he would have matched himself out there as as the president and he would have stood on that stage that you know i drove this covid thing and obviously they did well because they was one of the first yeah. states that opened up but suppressing right. information uh misappropriating mm-hmm. the funds to to write a right. book deal so this guy was doing a lot more and when did it come yeah. it came with the cameras you know it came with the cameras you know the more right. acknowledgement <clears throat> he got the more acclaim he got the worse he he became so. If he had been elected to the presidential office, yeah, he probably would have been just as criminal as the criminal that just left for the four years. So, like I said, his 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 resignation speech was 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 disheartening in the fact that there was no. That, that, to me, there, there there's no closure to his misconduct. It's like I'm going to lead this out there. And I'm still gonna blame the young ladies for making this up and I'm gonna gallivant right. off and write books and do all the rest. And if they don't impeach him, he'll reemerge in some political state and some because the Como names resonates well. And there's yeah. always that that, that, that that contingency of females and males who are gonna step back right. and support him because of who he is, his name.
3: Exactly, I, I think you know, what, what you're Jerome saying is this. hold on. Let, let me. Well, you speak of Jerome. I wanted to. I wanted to uh, get him in because we have about uh, nine minutes left uh, in the set. Let me. Let me get him in here real, enough, real quick. real quick
9: I know he's coming in. So let me quote Jerome. Jerome says and has said before, and on this term I'll agree. Jerome says that Republicans, if they do something wrong, they go stick with each other until their dying day. They're not going to turn on each other, but a Democrat. A Democrat will turn on you fast, honey, like rat on cheese. I mean, they will just, as soon as you do something wrong, and I know people in New York might not like the Comos, but I'm saying in general, if a Democrat says something or does something wrong, another Democrat will turn on them so fast it's not even funny. But I think they need to be more, even if it's not with Comos, Democrats need to learn to stick up and hold up for their own, and they do need to be more like Republicans when it comes to that. And I've heard Jerome say that before, and that is what comes to mind. Whatever goes on with Como, fine. I don't live in New York, but to me, Como is who I look to during this pandemic. I didn't look for Trump. I didn't look for any of those other ones. It was Como right. and Fauci, and if something happens right. to him, God, I'm sorry for him. Do I think he needs to be impeached where he can't go and work nowhere else, not even as a representative somewhere? No, I don't think that. I don't. Because Trump did a hell of a lot more. He's getting ready to run for 2024. So mm. I just think that if you're going to do something to one person, do it across the board to all of them. Stop hand picking okay. who you want to screw over.
7: Okay. And all for right. whatever yes. reason,
9: he's going to do so I'm sorry. I like okay. promo. It offends me. Upsets me. That, that, so good morning, Jerome. Uh, i, just
3: thought what, I Good morning. When that came, it, would, I did. Well, there he is. The, the seven minutes left for the segment, and Jerome it's all yours. Good morning sir. how are you? I'm good.
1: I'm good. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing? Good morning, Jerome.
9: Good morning,
3: Jerome. Good morning, Jerome. All right. Appreciate hey, sure the commentary, hey. man. It's all on you, sir. Uh, it's, it's the last no. seven minutes belong to you.
1: Yeah. Well. well here, Here's a okay, just not in the last part. Thank you, Vanessa, for that because I totally agree with that. But what you said before that um, earlier, I agree with that as well. If Cuomo ran right now, I would vote for him because this whole thing is a joke. You guys don't know, for the people who are not in New York State, how venomous the Republicans have been towards him. I mean they absolutely hate that man. For at least the last eight years, they were coming at him with everything they had. So anytime they get a whiff of anything, they're going to blow it up a thousand times. But when Republicans do something, they minimize it. And so Democrats does not decide to be on if you have something that looks like you did something wrong. So here's what we know. Cuomo is a single man, and everything Vanessa said was right, they – legacy right his, his father was governor he has a big name he married a kennedy right he went to elite boarding schools like he he and that, that's no excuse but i am telling you he's disconnected from that he also signed a really h- harsh um bill into law for like the the me too movement stuff right like for sexual he signed that so technically he's not really aware because what he did was be a rich, a rich white male. Like there's nothing wrong with saying to anybody, "Do you date older men?" That dude was single. You knew who you were working for. Plus, he's a jerk. Right? I'm not even saying that part because I mean I'm not dismissing him from that. It's what made him a good leader. Because when you're in crisis, you need somebody to make a decision and go forward. So. You know, we have in New York State, I think 70% of the people are vaccinated. When you talk about people who are over, like, 50, it's something like 85% that's vaccinated or something. Like, like it's, it's a remarkable numbers, right? And it's because our leadership in crisis, sometimes you have to be that forceful in leadership. So as everybody keeps talking about those nursing home numbers, I just want to put this out there. They did not hide any nursing home deaths. The the claim against them is the reporting of where they died is a problem, right? So if they were in a nursing home and they sent them to the hospital, and they died at the hospital, they said it was a hospital death, opposed to reporting a nursing home death. But they did not, not, they did not um, hide the amount of people who died. See, and this is where Republicans are masters they will take something and market it to make it something else, right? So they actually use words like defund the police to make you think that they're blowing up a police department, right? Defund the police has a lot to do with getting military surplus and spending all of your little town's money to buy a daggone tank where you could just hire police officers. But they are spending money because they have a surplus of money that they're taken from the school district, to buy tanks in your small town. So you have to defund that, right? But the Republicans do such a good job that even Democrats are like, oh, my gosh, they're defunding the police, and what happens if somebody breaks into your house? That is such a bull argument. It is not even funny. (laughs) my Ah! My frustration in watching all of this is that every time I watch it, I look at it like it's a doggone movie. I'm like, we cannot be that damn stupid, and we really do fall for that. I watched Cory Booker do – what did he pass legislation that says that you can't use any federal money for critical race theory? What the hell does that mean? So you can't tell the truth that white folks oppress and abuse, and you can't say that because white folks get mad that you're telling that they did something? You can't even tell the truth no more because now they're putting it in a law that if you discuss it by race, oh we're going to de- we're we're not going to fund you. But you're going to fund a, de- a police department that is shooting people with military-style weapons. Right? Like how crazy is that? So when we start talking about like Cuomo and talking about the difference between Trump and Cuomo, night and day. Tr- Cuomo not at any stretch of anybody's imagination would be even remotely close to Trump, not even close. Nor is this even relative to Cosby, because the conviction that Cosby had, that woman took Benadryl. We're talking about his loop stuff, and we're applying it to something else. We have to stay straight. And the thing about us, even in having conversations, we can't keep mixing them because they're confusing. So even with the audience, I'm sure when people go back to work or, or they have these side conversations, people are so much throwing a bunch of crap in one conversation to make their points because they have nothing, that they're not paying attention to what's actually going on. So, yes, Cuomo cannot go sticking his hand up somebody's shirt. Tisha James, even what she read, and and from even the news reports, I did watch the press conference. There was some stuff in there that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't defend. But at the same right. time, there is nothing that he should be resigning from office for. Because for. Yeah. even if you sue him civilly, they're not, you're, he's not going to jail for none of this stuff. Believe that. Right. That's why he said Said issue. And we yeah. know how this goes, that you can, you know, like in the Cosby case, like in the OJ case, you can always get people to go up and lie. Guys do not right. spin this off well. When yep. randomly women come up to him, uh, you know, and again, this is very old school, but if somebody says, oh, he looked at me funny or, oh, or looked at me in a sexual way, that, that, can be, that can be an interpretation. You know, but a lot of people have gone to jail and lost their lives because um, some Karen someplace cried and called the police and was like, oh, my gosh, look at me. So I don't trust none of that. So I, I don't think that you can arbitrarily – look at this and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he has a pattern in this and he's out. That dude's always been a jerk. He's always, always. So just because he is that, and I think he's an undercover Republican, honestly, I think that his policies are <laughs> actually a little bit more conservative than I like. But at the same time, we're, we're playing like three-dimensional chess opposed to thinking that um, it's a bad 160-minute story and that dude's out. So To Vanessa's point, Al Franken is sitting on the sidelines as a senator because he – that dude came from Saturday Night Live, took a picture with his – Well, he was like three or four feet away from the woman, but it looked like he had his hands uh, over her chest, right, just because he took that picture. And some woman says, hey, my husband took a picture of us, but I felt uncomfortable when, when he was hugging me. It's like your husband is taking a picture. But now this is sexual harassment from al franken and that dudes out christine jenner but and all them crazy fools, fools were like oh my gosh we need to protect women it's like right. yeah i don't give a rat's about that it's a it's a power grab from one side to the other
4: Wow, good
3: stuff! All right, folks. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Coming up Wednesday, testimony is scheduled to begin in the Brooklyn courthouse in the first of two federal trials against singer, songwriter, and producer R. Kelly. Across two sets of indictments in New York and Illinois, the one-time R&B king is accused of abusing eleven girls and women over more than two decades, making child pornography, making hush money payments to silent Alleged victims and building a criminal enterprise specifically to prey upon young women and teenagers. In this week's edition of Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know, we'll take a look at the R. Kelly case and what should the public expect during the next few weeks. It's conveyor time, In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know. <coughs>
11: Has been here before. R. Kelly has faced allegations of sexual abuse and misconduct for decades, literally since I was in college. So for those unaware, could you just unpack for us, you know, without sort of, and I'm going to put the trigger warning out, just unpack for us what he is accused of doing in this case. Well this case covers,
12: from my understanding, several different things. So over several years R. Kelly's um, Sort of mode of conduct was to um, entice young girls into his circle, right? Underage girls, and he would fly them, you know, to a home maybe so in Georgia, or I guess in these other states, or take them out of state, and he would have what would be considered coercive sex because they were underage um, with these with these girls. And so, when you put all of those cases together, the, the amount of young people and the places that they happen. Then you have this racketeering charge and these other charges that you faced with. It's different from his 2008 trial, though, and people should understand that because 2008 was specifically about the video that was that was made with the underage, um, the two underage girl.
11: It's really important to start there because I think that anybody that was familiar with the previous case. Um, may not understand that we're different. we're dealing with an entirely different set of facts here, um, and this is also separate from any of the case uh, details in Illinois. So I just wanted to sort of set that up up top, um, and now I want to dial into more of the cultural piece of this, because that is, for me, where the work can be done. And I think in cases like this, especially the high-profile ones, we need to manage our expectations a bit just as a public, um, because we just lived through Bill Cosby being released, and I think that that was a day of pain for for a lot of survivors out there, not just the ones that he specifically is alleged uh, to have abused. Uh, And I think it shows some of the limitations of of the criminal justice system. Do you think that It's important to keep in mind uh, that fact as we watch this trial unfold in Brooklyn.
12: Absolutely. In fact, I think that's the most important thing for survivors in particular, but also for people who support the movement um, and support our work, to know that you have to manage your expectations. There's no way to get full accountability within the parameters that were offered by the legal justice system. It's just not possible. And when you have a jury, as we saw in 2008, and as we've seen in so many other cases, it's any man's gas. Now, I do think that juries have, or people rather, have matured and have a, a more evolved understanding of the breadth of sexual violence um, over the last decade. And so I hope that, that we see that difference um, showing up in this jury.
11: I think that that's such an astute point and it's thanks to the work of folks like you that we have evolved and one of the points of um, evidence that I would cite as as an example of our evolution is how we were look at Aaliyah and, and, and I'm not talking about her um, as a singer or a person but simply just her interactions with R. Kelly when she was only 15 so at the time Uh, you know allegedly he got a fake ID for her um, a day before their marriage and I remember that being like an open fact like everybody knew that R. Kelly was married to Aaliyah when I was like 17 years old Um, which now we look at with completely new eyes. Why do you think that we looked at it so just in such a distorted way back then and how do you see the progress um, to this point where we look at it and we go, that was abusive. That was not right. Allegedly, what he did was not right.
12: Well, we should be clear, and though you will never find me in a position to defend R. Kelly, but we should be clear that he was not the first, right? We know about Elvis Presley. We know about uh, this other rock star. I can't think of his name right now. But this is something that we have seen normalized, particularly in in entertainment culture, of taking on a young wife or having a young girlfriend. And we still kind of see it normalized, right? We see these uh, Hollywood movie stars marrying girls who are just over the age of consent. And so I think the reason why we see kind of, you know, so a lot of us scoffed at it when it happened and really were kind of discussed it or, or questioned it. But many people, as you said, thought this is just how it is because we've seen it normalized over plenty of time he is by no means the
4: first
0: today nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best.
8: Well, in the courtroom, Joel Greenberg was uh, shackled both at the ankles and at his hands wearing a blue jumpsuit. And for about an hour, the judge went through the uh, six counts in the plea agreement. He was initially charged with 33. But, of course, the most attention-getting is the procurement of a minor for sex trafficking. Not only does the agreement that he signed now and agreed in open court that he had hired a young woman aged 17 years old for sex acts for himself, but also for others. And of course, the big question is, who are those others? And that is information that the investigators may now be able to get in part because of this plea agreement. It's stated in the plea agreement in part that The defendant here agrees to cooperate fully with the United States in the investigation and prosecution of other persons and to testify. So that means Joel Greenberg is now beginning to tell all tales with all information that he has to help the investigators wherever this investigation may lead.
3: Welcome back in, 347 2, 2. It's a serious side of the J-Riles show which happens every Sunday morning, right here on the TTRS radio network, online radio at his best. Uh, Joel Greenberg, a former Florida tax collector and one-time wingman for Representative Matt Gates, is regularly turning over information and potential evidence to federal investigators looking to whether or not Gates was involved in sex trafficking of a minor, according to ABC News. In May, Greenberg pleaded guilty to sex trafficking of minors and several other federal crimes. He said he introduced the minor to the other adult man, wink, wink, who had sex with her and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors investigating the matter. Several people familiar with the situation told ABC News that Greenberg has given investigators years of Venmo and cash app transactions, thousands of pictures and videos, and access to his personal social media account. We'll start right there. Speak of the devil. My goodness. Matt Gates is in trouble. And if he don't think he's in trouble, he's living in a fantasy world because this guy is in big, big, big trouble. Let's start it right there. Let me start with you, Johnny D, on this one. You know, this is a guy. Here's the thing I never understood about criminals. That if you know you have a body in your car, right? A dead body in the truck, why are you running red lights or drinking and swerving tra- drawing attention to yourself? And this is the same thing with this guy. This is a guy who carries the Trump flag. Here's a guy that yells from the top of his mountain all this nonsense that the Trump clan has been saying for the last five years he goes on his tour with that other crazy nut female and he's talking 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 knowing that there are people out there who don't like him and are in the position of finding things to nail his ass to the cross now it looks like his former wingman is spilling the beans because like they say there there is there are there's no honor amongst dinner thieves this guy is saying, look, I'm not going to go to jail for the rest of my life. If I can help take him down, guess what? He's going down. Give me your thoughts on this, man, and what do you think the outcome of this is going to be? Because it sounds like they were paying these young girls $400 a pop to have sex with them, underage yeah,
4: girls. The yeah. girl was
7: 17, Matt yep. you? So I-, I will say this here a couple. I guess it's been, what, four or five months ago when we first took up this subject, and certainly the media has allowed it to die down. And that was what several of us probably happened, is that it would not stay in the headlines um, as as a main storyline. And, of course, you take this Greenberg guy, you know, who was charged on six counts out of 33, in order to cut him a deal, now he's got all of this information. Now, part of it, and to answer your question, and I'm going to be brief on this one because, I, you know, again, he's, he's obviously a pedophile, but it's that entitlement, okay? The reason why he's promenading around the countryside and being loud and boisterous is because the person typically with the bullhorn is the one who feels like they can control the narrative. So he's already seen the playbook written with Donald Trump. So if he appeals to Donald Trump supporters, now imagine now you still have a large portion of your 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 House and your senators in America who says that that coup didn't happen. So if he can appeal to them again, in in their mindset is. They may simplify it. Now, again, these are not my words. These are not my sentiments. These are not my feelings. There's a lot of those individuals who may sit back and just simply say, hey, that's what he's entitled to do, or it's just one female. So there's going to be people who going to make excuses for this, although we don't know the magnitude of all and the preponderance of the evidence that will be exhibited. But if one guy, Greenberg, got charged on six counts, is it any different than the nine people that was under Donald Trump's regime who was convicted, uh, federally convicted, but yet he still stands alone uh, tied into it? So will, will will Gates end up eventually being convicted? I think at some point there'll be some charges brought forth, and you will see that elevation of media coverage, and then it'll die down as he perhaps settles out in court and and may get community service or may end up at some potential federal prison up in Connecticut somewhere. You know, playing golf every day and do six or seven months and then get out and he'll come right wow. back out with that loud bullhorn as as some type of patronage to to uh, the injustices of the system. But he's just simply using the the same playbook that he's seen that criminal utilize. And he's got the same audience and the same appeal. So he feels pretty confident that, you know what, I'm gonna be able to just talk my, my loud talk my way out of it. You remember the years back when, when when you always had that bully who used to talk loud and run that mouth and talk loud and intimidate people? But until the bully yeah. gets hit, that's when the game plan changes and he hasn't been hit yet. You understand? He doesn't care about yeah. all this evidence right here because he's still in that in that in that seat parading mm. around the country drawing monies that he's gonna use for his defense. Yeah. And we know that justice justice oftentimes is incumbent on your monetary ability to pay your way out of it.
3: That's true. Now that's a true statement right there. Amen and hallelujah and thank you Jesus on that But you know Vanessa, we talked about, you know, President Trump and, you know, I remember we had a number of shows where we would talk about this particular topic. I remember I asked, do you think he's going to go to jail? Then we were like, nah, nothing's going to happen. Then there was, I remember one show where, where I asked everyone on this panel, and for the first time, everyone was in unison say, yeah, I think with Letitia James, what they have on him, I really and truly think that, you know, he may, he may get brought up on some stuff, and, you know, we may see this guy finally uh, – uh, uh, you know, being held accountable for things that everyday Americans would be thrown in jail uh, on in a heartbeat. But then, it, but then we're talking about this guy running for office in 2024. So my my hopes and dreams of him being in an orange jumpsuit by then they're dwindling as the days go by. But here's another case of a Trump lieutenant who runs around here. This guy, listen to what we're saying here. This guy, according to what we know. Well, what we hear, because we don't know we're not involved. He paid a 17-year-old girl money to have sex, and he did drugs with them. We just talked about the R. Kelly case. I mean, so how is this any different when we talk about just the, the, the core guts of the case? How is this any different, and do you honestly think that this guy will go to jail behind this nonsense? Which is just, it's a terrible crime. you dealt with minors. I mean, you, you go to jail, this, this is rape. Statutory rape. What do you say, Vanessa?
9: Didn't I just do a comparison with you and tell you that Cuomo did the same thing as everybody else, but Cuomo is fixing to get impeached and everything else, and nothing happened to all of these other criminals and pedophiles and people. Didn't I just <laughs> make that same comparison <laughs> to you, Vanessa? Yeah, like, yeah, we did. Jay, yeah, yeah. no, it's no it's not different. It's a, it's just a comparison. So all I'm saying is, the only reason I think that all the charges have not came up on Trump yet is I I don't stay as tuned as I used to, but it does pop on my phone, and Trump is fighting them not to release his taxes, and I think well, he lost that fight. He, okay, no, no. No, no, just last week while I was on a cruise ship, it came up when I was in Mexico and I cut my phone on, that he still got, he got on his last step to fight them one more time on not getting Man. something released with his taxes and stuff. I just saw it. Okay. So okay. all I'm saying is give it a few more minutes. Biden they've been in office for eight months, so we still got three more years. I still believe that when they get their hands on Trump's taxes, JD, what's that name you call him? What's that name? What's
3: that yeah, word Retro-based. JD calls him? Retrobate. Okay, let me
4: go.
9: He's gonna be in trouble because I don't think he's gonna slide with stealing from a child charity that of dying children. I just can't see the God that. I serve, I ain't talking about nobody else, Let him get away Uh with that. Not on the earth. Now, we don't know what's going to happen in the afterlife. So I'm just saying, some of this stuff is going to come out and it's going to hurt him. That's why he don't want the stuff released, y'all. If it was nothing in his records, nothing in his taxes, Trump would have said, oh, y'all, go for it. Take my taxes. He keeps fighting it until he's in his dying days. And he is going to get released before 2024, and they're going to have charges up on him. Now, is he going to go to prison and do all of that? No. Nope. But even if you have a felony charge or whatever, you can't run as President of the United States. And the only reason, and I know this because I'm getting the text messages and the emails from the Republicans, okay. and the only reason he is asking for money is because there is a little disclosure line that says that he can use that money toward his attorney
3: fees. Yeah, we talked about and that, that last week, how. Yeah. And, well, yeah, uh, yeah, we talked about that last week. There was a report that came out that said that none of the money he's collected has gone towards what yeah. he claimed that it so would be. I think uh, Trump uh, thinks that he's yeah. going to run. Trump
9: doesn't yeah. think he's going to run again. Trump doesn't think yeah. that, that by the end of this month, the election is going to be overturned and go to him. Oh, please. Well, it's supposed, it supposed to happen to-
3: yesterday. It was supposed to happen on Friday. Go, go ahead, Vanessa, real quick, because we, we're, we're running over. Okay, ahead, real so quick.
9: that ain't happened. Trump is using them. And you know what? Keep using them. Keep, y'all, all y'all send y'all, y'all money to him. Go! <laughs> so y'all ask <laughs> me oh, to be broke. Go! Oh! <laughs>
3: okay. Oh, my God. All right, Jerome, man, I got two minutes for you, brother. It's all yours. I don't know. Where you want me
1: to begin? You're like well, Well,
3: yeah, Well I know man I'm sorry I should have gave this set more time Uh, Look three minutes man let's talk about Gates We talked about the situation With uh, you know my hope and dream For Trump to go to jail Do you think this man is going to jail Because we're talking serious charges here This is not something In my opinion at least And you can talk me off this roof in the three minutes we have I don't think this is something That they can sweep under the rug We're talking about You know, child. You know, we're talking about child trafficking. We're talking about child pornography. Those are serious charges.
1: So, do you think this man is going to jail behind this? Yeah, yeah, I think Gates is going to jail. But you know, I just want to say this. I, I just thought about this. What we never consider is how people hide in plain sight, and Republicans are really good at this. So that's why Mm. Jim Jordan's butt's not in jail. This is why all of them, Mm. because they get really aggressive when they know that they're guilty, whereas Democrats try to hide from it and change the subject. These guys are like, I didn't do it, and they're just in, in your face about it, so that when they're prosecuted, they get a little bit more sympathy. It is difficult to get a jury to convict white men for mostly anything. It is really difficult. And the reason I say that, if people are wondering where this is coming from, is remember the kid who raped the unconscious girl who went to Stanford. And the judge Mm -hmm. said, yes, he's guilty, but we don't want to ruin his life for 20 minutes of pleasure. That's right. Wow. Right? They knew he did it. They knew she was unconscious. And it is difficult, even when they are guilty, to convict them. So the more... Um, arrogant and crazy they are, the more you're creating doubt in somebody to say, well, he seemed like he didn't do it, so I'm going to move on. They do that on the Republican side really easy. And uh, the Democratic side, none of us, I guarantee you that if, no, I shouldn't even, I I hate doing hypotheticals, but generally when somebody accuses you of something, Democrats will act like you're guilty. They don't – you don't have to prove yourself like – they don't have to prove you guilty. You have to prove yourself innocent as Democrats. But as Republicans, you are – even when you're guilty, they would be like, well, you ain't prove it, right? Trayvon Martin's case where um, – what's that guy, <laughs> Zimmerman or whatever his name is, That's right? Name. He kills him. And yeah. then black people even say like, well, they didn't convict him. That dude killed him.
4: Yeah, but like our perspective wow. is
1: really warped when it comes to rich white folks, especially men. It's warped. Wow!
3: Well, I, I I did not see that one coming. You're right about that. So even though these are some serious charges, um, you know, you're right, Jerome. I mean, he, he may get away with this. And and no, uh, so, no,
1: I think he, I think he's going to go to jail. I'm just saying I don't think, think so. that he's going to get as much time. He's going to get. He's going to plead guilty. They're going to give him probation. And they're going to say, you're going to do about three months, and then you're going to go into rehab. I'm saying his wow. punishment won't be there. Yeah. All
3: right.
1: All right. We got to go. All right.
3: We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Raw show.
0: You are listening to the TJRS, to the TJRS, Radio, the TJRS Network.
6: Radio Network. Radio Network.
7: MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell has been touting his so-called cyber symposium in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, claiming he would present data that would prove to the world China hacked the 2020 election and stole it from Donald Trump. If you're correct, if you have that evidence...
5: No, right, just forget about that. If I'm right, that China took our country right now. Do you care? Would that bother you? Would that bother you? But so you have to show the proof for it. No, what right? would... What would that bother you? Of course it would. Okay. So why do you think I keep going? Do you think I like getting attacked? This was attacked. Uh, the whole technology was attacked. So the conference was supposed
7: to begin about an hour ago, uh, but Lindell is having some problems with
12: streaming live the event on his website. He's claiming without any evidence that it's because of an attack that his systems have been attacked. There's
5: attacks and cyber attacks every day, as you can see.
3: <laughs> Welcome back in. three, four, seven, eight, five, zero, one, two, seven, two is our caller number. It's uh, 16 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side of the J.R.O. Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network. Online radio at his best. And that was the new mascot for Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Mon Pillow CEO Matt Lindell, Mike Lindell. Good God. This guy was seen dashing off the stage at his cyber quote symposium. This past Wednesday, at the same time, news broke that a $1.3 billion defamation suit filed against him by Dominion voting systems would go straight ahead. He promised to show proof that there was an issue with the 2020 elections. And of course, you know damn well, he didn't produce anything. Let's start right there. Let me start with you. Let me start with you, Jerome, on this one. You know, at first, you know what's amazing when we talk about these different stories are, these are people who are mega rich, right? Folks who are out here selling products to people that look like us. And it's amazing how some of us don't even know that these people support the very forces that are put in place to try to suppress us. For example, Overstock.com, that guy. I did not know. This. I don't buy anything from him anyway. I've considered it. But now that I know he's another Trump looney tune, then I'll never spend my dollars there. Shouldn't black people, Jerome, Overstock.com, the CEO of Overstock.com is a rapid Trump supporter. Shut up. He'll
9: never get a dime. And you know what? I got some stuff in the cart. I just had to put... Shut up. Shut up. He ain't getting
3: a dime. Thank you. He is. And see, that's my point. Vanessa just proved my point, Jerome. I, I think maybe what we should do... Maybe every week we should produce a list of companies who supports this guy because you'd be amazed where you're spending your money and what these people are doing with your money. Now, getting back before to your Before you this say coo-coo. that,
9: and before you do yes. that list, Jay, make sure yeah. that it's not him personally versus his company. Like everybody thought it was the man who owned Home Depot, but it wasn't. It was just one of the CEO people. It wasn't the company. No, I know that.
1: Make sure before you post no. that list. You know, no, you I, know that. Just, I know that. I know that.
9: You know yeah,
1: what? So, exactly. you no, know, let me say this. Even though it's their founder, and CEO of Home Depot, they need to take corporate responsibility and then come out and say, We're gonna work against what he just said if that's what you don't believe. We shouldn't let nobody off the hook. I don't I don't give a rat's if it's an employee because they would fire me as an employee if I did something that white folks didn't like. Right? There you so go. they need to take you their corporate responsibility serious as well. Because they're trading off their name. So they're saying, right. I'm the CEO of Home, you know, of Home Depot, or former CEO, and I'm endorsing this. So that means they're using that company as leverage right. for that candidate. So that company needs to come out and say, we're donating money to the opposite candidate, or we stand for this, or we don't. They need to come out and say right. something. They don't get no pass I agree. because they were former. I, agree. I agree. with, with their that. friends and family anyway. Exactly, so you know so let let let's, let's
3: let's kick that around a little bit because here's the deal with this guy. you know it's funny when you think about the mentality of some of these people, and you sit back and scratch your head and say, "How the hell could anyone who is smart enough to put together a business to make millions and millions of dollars would fall for the banana in a tailpipe? I mean, this guy worships Trump, and I'm like. You know what? Every time I start going down this rabbit trail, uh, Jerome, I just think back to Jim Jones. I-, I think back to how can people be so weak? My- what is the gene, or what is the part of the brain that will allow people who are supposedly smart individuals fall for this nonsense? I, I just don't understand human nature, man. Don't I don't I- get it.
1: You know, I'm actually I actually know the answer to this question, but I've been help me out. Blessed the black. Bless the black women in my life who've been telling me I need to write this. I am actually writing about that right now. I am literally writing that because I wow. still I think that what we're not dealing with is the pathology of white folks. We just don't like to deal with it, and we're scared to, right? And the problem is, is that we go through life trying to figure out what makes people human or how come people don't have compassion. We have not even dealt with the fact that, there were folks who actually literally watched black folks burning, and they would burn them in big pits and be like, hey, we had a lynching going on at 2.30, and 10,000 people would show up, and they'll cook out and have their kids smile and take pictures in front of somebody who was hanging, right? It, their humanity has to suck to do something like that. So we're not talking about the fact that this is surprising that people who are corporate raiders who pollute, who pollute water and or, or, or don't care that the coal miners get black lung and stuff and don't give them health care and be like, oh, well, that's your business. Well, they're making all the money. This is not unprecedented. This is pretty much the, com- the country is built off of capitalism, which says that if I can make a dime off of it, be damned whatever your salvation is. They don't really care. Right. And we need to deal with that in this country, and we just don't like to. So so for these CEOs, it, it doesn't surprise me that wealthy people love Trump because they're like, it'll save on my taxes. But the re- the th- the reason that we never understand that is because we are always looking at things from our humanity standpoint. That is not right. People love their dogs more than they love a homeless person, like just a person, a human being. Mm, wow. tell you where that's from because your dog is – your dog or cat is locked in your house. So you are the first person that they see when you come in the door. So, of course, they love you. But they're not freely coming over to you. They're domesticated. And if you have a problem with anything that does not love you, you'll act very strange. So, you know, they have to. you have to deal with that in the pathology kind of way more than you have to deal with it in rational thinking. I think we don't like to talk about that, and I know it's a lot. Send your letters to Jay. I will answer all of them. I'll take a whole segment of the news next time, and I will sat, sit there and answer questions. I do it all the time anyway. But we, we don't like to address this because it seems like it's so bad and old people will feel bad. It's the truth. We have some people who do some really evil stuff on this planet, and then when they get caught, they cry and do that whole – what was the guy, um, um, Jerry Falwell? Was that him? Who was
3: oh, yeah, it who was like yeah, right?
1: I have seen. Yeah. Tammy Faye Baker, her husband, Jim Baker.
3: Yeah, Jim Baker. Remember that? Yeah, he was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, Jim right. Baker, you're right. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. so they'll turn around Oh, and wasn't it Jimmy Swagger? Wasn't it Swagger? It was Jimmy Swagger, yes. Yeah, Tammy Faye Baker, they looted. But anyway, yeah. But yeah. well, Tammy I, it was Faye, one Faye Baker, i she came
9: out. She was crying so hard.
1: <laughs> Right, but when he was when he was taking folks' money and stealing from them, he didn't care. They don't care that people are using their last dime to pray to the Lord to save them from ailments, and then they're just going off on trips and buying yachts and stuff. They don't care. Now you get caught, and it's like, well, he did say I'm sorry, right? There's something that's something that we need to address. But there are well, people look, who are at, have to that
3: let me, Let me ask you something because you brought up the Trump taxes and you said that people voted for him, voted for him because of the trump taxes okay let 's give them that okay, because we tell people to vote your your pocketbook, vote your situation no, It's not their but,
1: taxes that you care about
3: but, but, but wait, let mean. me ask you this though, but, but let me ask you this Roman and this is the part where where the disconnect comes from me. How can you be so gullible? there are so many we talked about this last week that this guy is has He has uh, raised over $100 million, and none of the money has gone to anything that you raised it on. And anybody with a
1: fourth grade education can read that and understand that, Jerome. How can you be so stupid? But even this conversation does not make sense. They're not voting because they didn't get the tax breaks. They're voting to secure their position. Right? So just Uh, think about it this way. If you are poor and – okay, black people – I had this conversation yesterday, so I'll use the same example. Black folks take responsibility for all black people, right? So if you live in a project, we'll get hot. It's like I can't believe poor people are doing this and they need to, you know, get an education. We will defend the poorest of poor black people. White folks don't do that. They don't care about white folks that are in trailer parks. It ain't really how that goes. So the people in trailer parks don't care that they're not getting anything long as white folks still have the privilege in their head of everybody else. So if black people get something, the poor white folks will be like, they shouldn't have nothing. Okay, cool, Donald Trump has it? Cool. Let that dude have it. They don't care about their own, what they're getting and what they're not getting. They want to make sure you don't get anything, right? That is a pathology. That is a way of thinking. So we're trying to rationalize it by saying, "Don't you care that you that you don't have anything? Rich people are getting it?" They're like, nope. I care that you get you ain't getting it." So, Lyndon Johnson said that, right? If you yep. if you put poor white folks against black folks, they they'll let you what? Um you can pickpocket, you can take out of their pockets all day because they're just they're just responding to the class that's next to them. If you can make them believe that somebody else is getting something that they're not, they will let rich people stay rich because they can always dream of being there. If you're white, you always look at rich white folks as being in power or always on TV or having all the TV networks and shows. It's always your, um, your dream. You can always be there. For, for example, you, know, you have every major archetype of every show or, or most movies, I should say, ninety percent of them, is about some goofy, out of shape, you know, Jack Black kind of white guy getting the really mm. pretty white girl, right? So he can yeah. be a jerk, not know anything. He could be it could be diehard, you know, he's an alcoholic and he fell off the wagon, but he still saved the world. Or Guardians of the Galaxy, all of those things are added into a pathology that says that no matter how smart you are. I can be a jerk and at the bottom of the barrel, but a poor white guy is better than everybody else on this planet. That's what we've been. Sell- that's what Hollywood has been selling. That's what we see in sitcoms. That's why you know you watch. Which is, I can't remember the guy's name, but, um, and most sitcoms are the same way. You know, there's an interesting sitcom that's out that's um that's called My Seinfeld. No, no, what's no. the well the same way. Right? How many women has George Costanza slept with in Seinfeld? Yeah. Like is that realistic? No. Right? And so that's what I'm saying. If you keep selling that, then your pathology is I can always get the girl as long as I got money. So they run mm-hmm. out and get money. And so you have an Anna Nicole situation happen that you have white women saying, Hey, I'm pretty and I need somebody to keep me and they mm-hmm. go take that money. Mm-hmm. You're creating a pathology. Mm-hmm.
9: So, you Sister Anna the you went way back
1: on that. I know, but I'm just saying that happens all the time, all the time. Enjoy. You got guys and and the whatever clip that Jay just played where the woman said, you know, they wait till they're barely legal. We didn't even bring up Jerry Seinfeld. I think he started dating his wife when she was 16, and he was doing that show, yeah. right? Wow, we watched him yeah. do that. There's a pathology that we overlook, and then we ask that they end up being the consciousness of this of this world. It's like really? Right? Yeah, really. because they got it, Seinfeld's rich, so he could not possibly have a pathology that's in nature. Right? So wow. anyway, we don't we don't deal with it from a realistic standpoint. We keep making arguments on the actual act opposed to why that act is occurring to work that out. Wow. All right. Good stuff. we got to step out. We'll be right back after this. Don't go
3: anywhere.
8: Online radio at its best. America is starting to breathe again. A decent man as president. A plan to protect us. It feels almost normal, but it's not. Republicans still will not admit that President Biden was legally elected, which means they don't believe in democracy. They believe an election is only legitimate if they win. That's not democracy. Their plan, pass voter suppression bills to block minorities from voting, take back Congress, impeach President Biden. We refuse. We refuse to accept the end of the American experiment. We refuse to allow anti-democratic autocrats to steal our country. We choose to fight and we will not lose join us
3: number it is Sunday. It is the serious so I glad you guys are in the house. Let me say good morning to my favorite people, my radio family. Good morning, Miss Vanessa. How are you doing on this beautiful Sunday?
9: You know what? I never comment on the music. I love you, Laugh. But today you got it going. Oh I am like <laughs> trying to make up my face to go to church and say you got me dancing before I get to the church house. I oh am loving God. this music this morning. Hallelujah! I like this. I'm sorry. Oh God, I'm I am getting it.
1: Uh, you, well, you, you realize he ain't gonna save this date, right? You realize he <laughs> oh, <you're>
4: gonna keep be, <laughs> yeah.
1: Stop, Stop being a hater, Jerome. I mean,
9: he going back and, and he grabbing some stuff, and I'm um, uh, um, uh, um. Uh, Come DJ my
3: party next year. Oh. I got you, Vanessa. You know I got you. <laughs> Speaking of DJ, my uh, infamous sidekick from back in the days, Mr. Johnny D, the place to be is an hour. Good morning, John. How are you, sir?
7: Oh, I'm doing well. Doing well. You know, I I, I tell you what, I'm I'm just <laughs> loving the feedback this morning, Miss Vanessa. Me and you must have been up in here 700 miles away. Dancing away, definitely. But at least this time, Jay, I kept my shirt on. You know. <laughs>
9: Sorry, I don't.
7: Oh, yes, indeed, yeah. Because, because you, you know, back in the day, I, I, I'd take my shirt off in the club. <laughs>
1: I just, man, I was gonna say I need to Get hang out with y'all. I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> I almost missed the parties. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Woo. That boy
3: threw me for a loop when he said that. All right, John. I don't know. Appreciate you. Say, you. I,
1: I think I got to join the military or something because y'all have some parties. Y'all
4: have... <laughs> <laughs> oh yet, my wrong. god! You'd have
1: been back there. Man. If you'd have been back in that day right
5: there, guy, you you wouldn't be on the radio today. <laughs> my oh, my God. Whew. All righty. Whew. Breathe. All right. We'll okay. Hey,
3: the smart, smartest man in the world is in the house, Mr. Jerome yeah, Man, exactly. What's going on, Jerome? How are you, sir? I
1: don't know. You. I think you need to tell me what's going on. <laughs> I think I'm listening. <laughs> uh, don't ask me no questions. You know the answer, too. What's going on? Okay, in a few minutes, he's going to be playing that song, What's
9: Going On? Okay.
1: Oh, there you go. oh my God!
3: Whew. All right. Well, Mr. Elias <laughs> is uh, not in today. He's uh, traveling, but we, you know, but you know how it goes when Mr. Elias is not here. Unfortunately, we can't say hello to the chat room. But I do know that at least two of our favorite folks are in the house. My man, because is in the house. I know he's always there. What's up, Vina, man? Y'all jockey, what's happening to you? Let's say what's happening to uh, to Mariana music, let's see. Good morning to the pastor. Once again, folks, if Mr. LX is not here, I don't go out and grab stuff. But we will hear from our two favorite uh, online folks here, uh, doing the chatterbox section of the show. We just appreciate everybody who listens. Three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. All right, um, real quick before we get into this next topic, um, I wanted to uh Uh, talk about you know what forget it we'll talk about it next week we'll talk about it next week i want to give a whole segment to it so we'll have that conversation next week let's let's keep the show rolling
6: online radio at its best
13: as the world watches in shock taliban soldiers are taking control of afghanistan with lightning speed the militants are adding to their ranks freeing taliban prisoners in several cities Aid workers are warning of a humanitarian crisis as Afghans flee to Kabul. Others are packing the airport, desperate to get out. Millions of women fear what will happen to them under oppressive Taliban rule. I'm afraid of
9: being killed. Like, it's, I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm like totally sure that I will not survive here.
13: The militants are notorious for violence against women, raping and torturing those who won't live by their strict religious rules. Many believe they will be in prison in their homes again, stripped of all rights, education, or worse.
7: Women are scared. They're not even going outside because you might go outside and risk your life because you're not wearing the appropriate clothing in the eyes of the Taliban.
13: Thousands of desperate Afghans are also crowding the border of Pakistan, begging to be let in. Abandoned by the U.S. military and its allies, some Afghan soldiers are being executed, others are laying down their arms. Left behind, U.S. military equipment seized by the Taliban.
12: We are always worried about U.S. equipment that could fall into an adversary's hands.
13: 5,000 members of the U.S. military are rushing to Kabul, temporarily, to evacuate embassy staff. President Joe Biden left Washington for Camp David this weekend, staying publicly silent about the crisis while being briefed by national security and military leaders. But others are speaking out, including soldiers who fought to protect Afghanistan from extremists.
8: I'm really upset. Why did we spend the past
1: decade there? What, what was the purpose? What was the goal?
13: For now, President Biden is sticking to his decision to withdraw U.S. troops by the end of the month, believing the war had gone on too long and cost too many American lives. But he is under increasing pressure to do something before it's too late.
3: All right, welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. This is a story that's unfolding before our eyes as we speak. Um, the Taliban has really uh, made some headway in regards to taking over Afghanistan. And, and Johnny, let, let me let me, uh, for obvious reasons. Let, let me start with you on this one. Um, I guess the basic question was: It a mistake? Was it a mistake for us to pull out? Um, I think it's that's. That's the elephant in the room and right now people are questioning uh president Biden, President Biden's decision to pull troops even though the original agreement was made by President Trump but what do you think man do you think this is uh do you think we made a mistake pulling out
7: well I'm glad that that you recognize the fact that it was the previous regime that Draw a line in the sand and said May of 2021 that all American troops would be withdrawn. So, to say that you can allow American troops to be on foreign soil for 20 years, uh, because again, this goes back to 2001 when the Taliban was uh, overthrown and. Look at, I think it's estimated some $488 billion that the United yeah. States has supported the building of the military and military forces and police forces and stabilizing the country. And to think that 300,000 projected military uh, personnel of the Afghan National Defense Special Forces and the military police and the the local police, 300,000 could not suppress the aggression and the assertiveness of 70, 75,000 Taliban uh, soldiers is unprecedented and <clears throat> probably Something that you could not have imagined uh, Particularly with the level of training That you know that they Received from the special forces troops So what what that simply meant And, and those citizens Wanted to be subjected and, and I know that this will probably Resonate uh, In a negative standpoint But for the military troops uh, To Concede as Easily as they did There had to have been some degree of compliance that they wanted to be brought or reintroduced to as far as the ways of life from mm. the Taliban. Now, remember, they were always amongst uh, – they've had plenty enough time to, to prepare themselves for the siege because, again, you gave them a, a end date, okay? You gave them an end date, so yeah. now it's just a matter of waiting – and I, re- I remember reading some some article where where it talked about you know the the the, Af- the the Taliban stated that you know america has watches but we got the time so we just wait them out you know and this has been a land that from a biblical standpoint it has has some rich history um from the tribe of benjamins and so forth but there have been many nations that have been broken at the crust of, of Afghanistan, um, you know, the, 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 the powerful Russian bear Russia and other countries have not been able to withstand the, the rough terrain of, of Afghanistan as far as battles and the Taliban uh, wanting to go back to that fourth century rule you know, my my heart goes out to those citizens because now you've got other countries to include Syria. You know, so our Islamic brethren and and all fronts have been basically just displaced um, and they've been displaced in in civil wars. Um, That country will never be the same. Uh, You know, 5,000 troops will provide the necessary security and support to make sure that the Americans and those supporters are, are withdrawn, but who, whomever is left is, is going to be subjected to to that rule again, and, and, and the females and the young ladies are, are the ones that's first seeing it. Uh, you, you know, you can look at a it's, – it's just a terrible time, and uh, I know I was uh, reading an article with uh, Secretary of Defense uh, Austin and, of course, now the president of Afghanistan has fleed the country, and, you know, very few shots have been fired. And now you're looking at this, this transfer of power where the Taliban will take over, and that country will go back into some medieval times. So that'll be a, a strategic area that America no longer has access to. Uh, to continue its fight against, you know, world powers and 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 terrorists and terrorism. You know, if, if we recall when yeah. the Taliban was in rule, that allowed Al Qaeda and Osama bin Laden to to uh, go up under the scope of his doctrine. And it's it's not going to bode well. It's not going to bode well for the world, to be quite honest yeah. with you. And I think America, in the sentiments, the residuals that we will see is going to be, you know, same as we have in other countries, where people look at America as, you know, you know, the protector of the world. But yet, right. Karzai and everyone else was so corrupt, they resisted, uh, you know, America, and 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 now you have what you have. So it's 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 the it's time, and we'll see how it unfolds. But it's not going to be good for the Afghanistanian people. For Afghan
3: people. No, no, you're, you're right about that. And, you know, I tell you what, we, we, we're out of time on this. I'm going to table this discussion and uh, we're going to have a full segment on this because you said something and I, and I really want to dig into it, but we're just not going to have the time to unfold it. But I tell you what, it will be first on the docket next week. Cause I'm pretty sure by this time next week, the Taliban will have taken over, uh, Kabul. Matter of fact I'm looking at something now saying that they claim to be in talks with the government for peaceful surrender of Kabul. I mean, this is just something that uh this is unbelievable. And the amount of American lives and treasure uh, man, we just can't get into the conversation. I tell you what, folks. If you're listening, come back next week because we know you will. And we're gonna have a full segment on this because I have to ask some George Bush questions on this one and uh, I really want to dissect this so we'll take a break, we'll come back Uh, coming up next uh, Pastor Steve, State Your Case Final Thoughts and Jerome I'm Ryan wingman with you today on a need to know basis, all that's coming up next don't you go anywhere, it's the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, it's time for the NPR News Update
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Kroger who puts a lot of care into ensuring their produce is fresher than fresh like grading and testing lettuce on 24 different levels Shop fresh at your local Kroger today Kroger, fresh for everyone
6: Torrential rain in western Japan is leading to floods and mudslides, and it's placing millions of residents under non-mandatory evacuation instructions. Nearly 200 municipalities are deemed high risk for floods or mudslides. Several people have had to be rescued, while several others are missing. In Saga Prefecture, roads are already submerged, and dozens of hospital patients were forced to evacuate to higher ground. The secretive graffiti artist who goes by the name Banksy has reveled in manipulating the media. Now he is revealing something about his art. Vicky Barker reports from London, Banksy is confirming he is behind several new works cropping up at English Seaside Resorts. A giant stenciled seagull hovers over a real-life dumpster. A spray-painted rat relaxes in a deck chair with a cocktail. Now, a three-minute video entitled "A Great British Spraycation" confirms the new works are by Banksy. A white camper van is shown cruising through the seaside towns. The artist, his face never shown, gets to work. The road trip, in apparent solidarity with all the unvaccinated or underfunded Brits, staying home summer. A hermit crab pulls off several goggle-eyed naked crabs with the sign luxury rentals only. Another image shows three small children looking out to sea with the caption, we're all in the same boat. For NPR News, I'm Vicki Barker in London. I'm Amy Held in Washington, and it's NPR News.
3: Right, welcome back three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is time for Pastor Steve state your case, where we take comments from our world famous chat room and from social media. And because once again, when mr. Elias is away, we cannot check all these different things. But because we do have some dedicated folks who have been with us here since the very beginning, they get special treatment. And we know who we're talking about, Pastor Steve, whom the set is named after. Definitely got to hear from him. He says, uh, "Peace and blessings, family. Today's show." was a sobering reminder of how much we need God in our lives. Continue to pray for this nation and this world. On another note, Jay, you got me tapping my feet on this morning's music selection. I wasn't always saved. God, please forgive me for I have sinned, (laughs) but they took me back. Amen. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Pastor. All right, Mary the music. Jay, my mama just called me and said that that's real music. Thanks for putting a smile on my mommy's face be in Houston the last weekend of August, we need to hook up, okay? Hi, guys, and hello to my king. That's all you get because, once again, you know, that's just how it is. All right, it is time for our final thoughts.
6: Online radio at its best.
3: And you know how we roll around here, ladies are first. So, Vanessa Mae Bell, final thoughts, please, ma'am.
9: Okay. If there's nothing wrong with dancing, pastor I mean, because when I get to church in a few <laughs> minutes <laughs> I play the tambourine at church. And I'm <laughs> then, when I get to the church I'm in a few minutes, so it's all right. <laughs> and dance in at home. So, uh I'm glad to be back here. Uh I'm sorry, I'm glad that you didn't ask me, Jay, because I have not really been keeping up with the Taliban uh stuff that's going on over there because to me We can't help everybody. Can we take care of the United States for a few minutes? We can't take care of everybody, but we can pray for everybody. So um, I hope everybody have a great week. Thank you for making me laugh and dance. I miss you today, Les, because I hadn't heard your voice. Uh, And I miss you, Jackie. Uh, But y'all have a great week. And uh, I'm just on my way to church to tell God, thank you for me not catching COVID on that ship. That's what I want
3: to tell you. you, Vanessa. Before you jump out of here, though, let, let me let me ask you one real quick question. You you. you I agree with you. I think that the United States, for us to be the police of the world, I think sometimes people look at that and say, hey, we just need to take care of home. But we do exist in this world. And remember, 9-11 was plotted on foreign land. So we're saying, look, in order for us to protect the homeland, we need to make sure that our interests abroad are taken care of as well. So if we need to provide security or do whatever we need to do to keep those threats from coming to our borders and our shores, I mean, shouldn't we uh, be involved in that? Can you see America's place when it comes to that? Uh, Because once again, uh, these people are plotting
9: in other parts of the the world. People saying that they wanted their children home. I I can't. And and, uh, I also talked to the guy across the street who's uh, in the Marine. He looks really good in his uniform. And uh, he was, I said, are you glad to be home? And he said, I really am. And so I guess, I'm tired of being over there, too. Maybe pull them out and send another group, but people want their children home, Jay. They
3: want their children home. Yeah, and I know Johnny said something during his segment uh, when we talked about Afghanistan the short period of time we spent on it, talked about being over there for 20 years. But there are some people may argue, say, hey, listen, we've been in Germany forever. You know, so, I mean, even we're not there like we used to be, but there's still a presence. So, you know, you have people that are going to look at this thing from both ways. I think a lot of people are concerned about what's going to happen to the Afghan girls because America made them promises. And a lot of these ladies only grew up, has grown up under, you know, milit- uh, under U.S. protection. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to be exposed to something that they've never experienced before. You know, God bless them. It's just a tough situation. I just wouldn't want to be Joe we Biden We all experienced stuff
9: we ain't never experienced before, Jay, and we keep going through it. We all.
3: Yeah, but this... Yeah, but Vanessa, so this is at a whole different level.
9: Okay, I'm just asking a stupid question, but can't they well, leave well, they can't. over there well,
3: they, and come here? Well, they, well, that's the other problem. And we will, I'll tell you what, we'll definitely get into all this. So do a little research during the week.
4: Yeah, and We're going to have I, a very I, good I, conversation I like about out. this
3: yeah yeah because those are legitimate questions and there are answers to those questions so yeah do a little little homework and we'll definitely have that discussion next week god bless you sweetie love you pray for us and uh, you know how we feel about you
7: all right man uh
3: last last uh final thoughts uh johnny d
7: well it is certainly good to be back i want to wish all of uh and contribute as well like I say you all have become a, an extended part of my family enjoy hanging out with you every Sunday morning I pray for you throughout the week and um, certainly Mr. Les in your absence travel safe my brother uh, brother Jerome always enjoy your intellect uh, Miss Vanessa you just straight walk so I uh, appreciate that and my brother Jay love you man it's going on 37 years brother so uh, love you yeah um, and again, I appreciate those individuals who allow an opportunity to come into their home. Uh, it does not go unappreciated for me. And maybe we don't always agree, but at least you got the right for your perspective. Uh, mask up, mask up, mask up. COVID is still, you know, we may be tired of COVID, but COVID is not tired of us. And when you look at those numbers, it's frightening with the young people, in particular, the school age kids. Uh, I was, you know, reading an article this morning, and they talked about in Florida where they quarantined 400 kids because yep. two, two, two educators and 100 kids caught COVID. And you're talking about the first week of school, so it's not finished yep. with us, folks. So be safe, and again, keep me in prayer. I keep you all in prayer, and enjoy your day.
3: Appreciate that, man. And three, and I think three educators died two or two. Some people died as well. So it's, three. it's just a tragic, three, okay, I thought it was. It's just a tragic situation. And you know, like you said, Johnny, be mask up folks, mask up. This is serious. We're going to continue to work on our colleague here because we really love her. We want her to get vaccinated. Next week we will spend some time and we're going to hear the dying words of folks who actually have died from COVID and regretted that they didn't get the vaccine. So stay tuned for that next week as well. All right, the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Spree.
1: Final thoughts? My final thought being that you just made that statement is to say that um, you're going to go guilt your colleagues into going and getting vaccinations these
4: days.
3: <laughs> I, mean, I, love, I love Jackie, man. You Listen, you said some things to her that made a lot of sense. And, you know, we're not reaching her. And, and you know, this thing is preventable, bro. I mean... <laughs> Come on. I, I mean, how how do we feel if we're having a show remembering her because she caught COVID because she didn't want to get vaccinated?
1: Well, I have a tendency of not projecting that on to negative on to people, but I'm just saying that yeah. you have to be careful and you have to, there is treatment, right? So if you get the first sign of COVID, go get some Remdesivir or, or what is this? Kleins, I think it's 41. Yeah. Mm-hmm something. I I'll, I'll look it up cuz I know I have it down here. But there is mm. there are treatments that you can have for COVID. The problem is is that people are getting COVID and they're going in the house and they're mm. they're dying in the house most of the time because they're not getting treatment. So if you find mm. yourself having early signs of COVID, there are like um there are a couple of treatments, but mainly you want to do some turmeric and ginger and stop eating dairy. Get all the mucus out of your system and um so mm. you know, give yourself a chance to fight that stuff. So yeah, it's not a death sentence is getting covid. The problem is is that when you get covid and it gets advanced, those um, monoclonal antibody treatments does not work
4: yeah.
1: getting late stages of covid. So the uh. line is, I R, seventy 7831. So go look for treatment if you think that you may have covid. And by the way, wow I want to say hey to Marianne Music. I don't think I spoke. Because she's coming to Houston no. and I'm not to be there. LR I said hey.
3: I know, man. I know. Well, I tell you what, we'll take pictures and send them to all y'all. How about that? <laughs> and listen, and on that note, my final thoughts are, look, thank you for being here. God bless you. We love you. And uh, we just can't think of any other place we'd rather be than be here with you. And on that note, Mr. Esprit, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what
1: time is it, my friend? time for the serious side of the J. ryle show folks it's been a pleasure to serve you as always we appreciate your
3: mask up be safe folks be safe get vaccinated so for vanessa for john for my man jerome and for mr Elias, i'm J. ryle saying have a wonderful work week remember if it's sunday and we're talking serious stuff it is the serious side of the J. ryle show coming up next on the need to know basis with me and my main man mr jerome spree keep it right here folks
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. TJRS, TJRS,
4: TJRS,
2: TJRS, 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 TJRS. 5, 4,
4: 3, 2, 1. S-
2: the First J-J- Lady dazzles on election night in a...
10: Tell me, what do you want me to do? Me ...to,
2: to the flag of the United States of America. America.
3: Alright folks, you know what time it is It is time to get the news It's time for you to get information It is time for only need to know
1: Faces with the one and only Mr. Jerome Street. Man, Good morning Jerome, what's happening man? Hey, good morning, I'm good You know, I want to start the show off By letting you do your final thoughts I usually don't do final thoughts In the show because I have a lot of time To tell what I'm thinking So I don't do them and I took up some time So I want you to do final thoughts What's your thoughts about today?
3: Well, I appreciate that, man. You know, my final thoughts are I appreciate all the well wishes people are giving me when it comes to my mom. I know that this journey that I'm about to embark on with her is going to be a tough one. People have suggested that I reach out to some groups to be able to manage uh, folks who have dementia. And I know there's going to be a day when I walk in her room she's not going to know who I am. So I just pray that God gives me the strength to be able to work through those moments and just to keep them, and to keep my eye on the prize knowing that, hey, this is not her, this is just her shell And I know deep down inside she loves me And she wouldn't trade me or my other siblings For anything in the world God bless, thank you so much Jerome For allowing me to say that
1: Hey anytime, you know, and I, did, I didn't know that So I missed the early part of the show And um, you know, for dementia Yes, pretty much And and I, um, a doctor, Dr. Jennifer Daniels You probably can look her up online I actually know her um, and she's not in the area anymore But a friend of mine's, A friend of mine mother Or sorry her aunt had dementia And Dr. Daniels was treating her And she said that even though Her memory um, Kind of like there's some good days And bad days When Dr. Daniels was treating her Her memory came back And she said but she stopped giving what? her Like those cheese and crackers And stuff she got her off Processed foods like that Oh, wow. Said, okay. Yeah, and she said it helped like crazy. And then what happened was that um, Dr. Daniels, and it's Jennifer Daniels, if you ever want to look her up. She's not in the country okay. anymore. But oh, wow. it, there's a reason why. They wanted to pull her medical license because she would not treat people with medicine anymore. She was holistically treating them. And they were getting better. Oh, wow. So the hospital complained that she didn't send enough of her patients to the, the emergency room and she said they don't need to go and do you know they sued her isn't that weird like they sued her because she didn't use her hospital privileges that she signed up for so yeah I don't have the patients going there but anyway for so for dementia um, I would kind of look into that a little bit but and my friend okay. said her aunt had really good success um just because she cut out you know like the teas and crackers and all little starches and stuff, and she said she got better.
3: oh wow, okay, I'm glad duly noted I will definitely uh do those things because obviously I'll be you know providing all those things for her, so yeah, that's definitely good to know. Thank you so much for sharing that information
1: hey anytime anytime that um that can help you know, we have to we have to be able to look out as a village. Look out for your folks, right? All
3: right. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I really do. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, and and um, in our first story, I just want to say that July is the hottest month ever recorded on Earth. Um, um, this is what national officials are saying. So they said July 2021 is the hottest Mm. July and the hottest month in 142 years of recorded history.
3: Isn't that crazy?
1: Wow. They said, as combined, land and ocean surface temperatures were 1.67 degrees Fahrenheit above the 20th century average. Mm. Yeah. People, you know what's funny is that that whole climate change denying stuff is starting to bite people in the butt. It is. Yeah. Like, we went through that. Remember, Republicans was laughing at people. Y'all believe in climate change and it's snowing. It's like,
3: yeah, but they still are though. I mean, Rand Paul and all those idiots. I mean, this is just
1: ridiculous. They they look like clowns now, or they can laugh it off, and people were kind of taking them serious. Now it's actually really hot. (laughs) Like everybody's like, wait.
3: But but let me ask you this, Jerome. (laughs) Do you think that people looking at them as clowns are people just saying, "Hey, this"? You know, there are ignorant people out there saying this is just the weather. They're not looking at the numbers, man. They're just
1: not. Yeah, well, they're not looking at the numbers, but they're asking, they're going to ask the government to make accommodations for the stuff that's happening, right? So we have, you know, worse hurricanes because the the seas are warming up. So you know how that goes to create hurricane climate when cold weather and, and warm water comes together, right? Um, cold air. And so when we start having more, we're going to need more assistance. And the government can't say... We don't even believe that was a hurricane. We just think it was high winds. Like, you can't keep downplaying it. When your planet is being affected, when your um, shoreline is getting eroded, you cannot just blow it off. So there are people, you know, cities that actually need water filtration systems. And luckily for the Biden administration, with this infrastructure, the clowns who are laughing at climate change are about to get infrastructure money to help protect them against some of the stuff that's about to happen. But if it was up to the Republicans, we would still have these 300 hundred euro old sewer systems and they wouldn't think anything of it.
3: Right, exactly. It's crazy, man. This, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm just flabbergasted by all of this stuff, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, you know, I I just kind of feel like, you know, people don't take stuff serious. Well, I, I can just tell you, a friend of mine who's um, a historian for one of the Um, Nations up here First Nations up here Said to me last week um, He was on a call I didn't get permission to use this story But I'll use it He was on an international call With people from China and all over the place And he said that they're finally starting to understand What's going on with climate change He said but now we're in crisis Right if you would have listened When people were telling you And he's a UN representative for the environment So he's actually in those conversations and he said they were just blowing it off, and now everybody's panicking. So even if it seems like Ron, Brad, Paul, and those guys are not, government is now panicking. So all these governments around the world are now starting to come together and, and try to do something. Because it doesn't matter what people on the ground think. It's your government that has to make the first moves to protect you and who can regulate. But once they start taking it serious... They can play to the ignorant base all they want to. That's just, I mean, that's always the case. People play to those people who don't know. It's, just, it's like, it's like um, Barnum and Bailey. It's like doing a circus. People go to the circus, but you know that those death-defying leaps are really a parlor tricks, right? I think we kind of know that.
3: Right. But, but, but they're saying, Jerome, that it's too late. They're saying it is too late to reverse the effects of global warming, they're saying that we could try to make it, you know, not as bad as it's going to be, but we missed that deadline.
1: Yeah, I mean, but but there's no other. We cannot keep consuming and doing what we're doing to make it work right. either. Exactly. And so, yeah, we may have may or may not have missed the the deadline. Like the wildfires, we've had more wildfires this year than probably in the last like ten years. Like they're just increasing right. that much, so you exactly. can't stop from happening. But what you can do, you can kind of mitigate it a little bit, right? right. We still have to plant trees, right? You you cannot have this earth not have trees. We won't have oxygen.
4: Yeah. It's
1: like understanding that all of the water on this planet is all of the water that we're gonna get, right? Mm-hmm. I know this is kind, of, kind of gives people a headache, but just think about it. Even the water goes in the air, right, becomes clouds and rains back down. You don't get any more water. So if you think that water comes from out of space, you lost your mind. The water that we have is coming from us. So the more that we pollute water, right, the more that we're recycling our own polluted water because that's all the water that we get. Yep. So. Yep. So how that works, for those people who are paying attention, is that um, spring water is filtered through about 14,000 feet of rock. So it creates fresh water because it's sifting out impur- impurities. That's how okay. our water is cleaned. It is actually filtered through rock. So it's the same water that the dinosaurs use. It's the same water that we have right now. I yeah. know that sounds really good, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Yeah.
4: Okay. In,
3: <laughs> in
1: NPR describes it as we still drink dinosaur pee, which is what they said. Oh, <laughs> I know. But damn. that's all the water that we ever have is all the water that we're going to get. It's the same water. Wow. recycled. Ah, oh, nice, right? <laughs> My bad. I didn't spoil everybody's yeah. day. All right. Oh, fine. Did. <laughs> I was going to say, I better move on to some nicer news or something. All right. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> now there's there's a, a rise in the black market for vaccine cards. Do You know, online sites are charging up to $400 for blank um cards because cities are starting to enforce mandates. So there's a black market for cards for vaccination
3: you know what, once again, these people just don't get it. I mean, they just don't get it, bro. They just great. don't get it.
1: It's, it's free for a dog nation, but you will spend $400 for a card?
3: I, I mean, this is nuts. I mean, I can't believe it. Well, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yeah. Hello. Yes, I can. I, can
1: I was going to say it's hard to believe, but yeah, we can all believe it. It's great. Yeah, Yeah, I can believe, I can believe. I can. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Center for Disease Control, their advisory committee is now starting to recommend that uh, immune, immunocompromised Americans receive uh, another dosage, but that's only immunocompromised people. Your dose, I think, early on they said would probably last about two years, but they're thinking that if you're heavily compromised, that you may need some more protection. And since you, right. since we talked about this earlier, um, the World Health Organization. Um, they led this trial studying like three anti-inflammatory drugs used for malaria, okay. leukemia, and autoimmune disease. They're potential treatment okay. as well for COVID because what COVID does is it is it makes your body inflamed. So you need anti-inflammatory stuff in your body to stop your body from reacting to COVID. That's why oh, really? you have yeah. So if you get COVID, you know that you have to, you know, do something like cayenne or something, but actually the inflammation in your body is what makes COVID heart beat. Well, of mucus and inflammation. So they have anti-inflammatory drugs that they're tested as treatment as well. So since you said that, I feel like we need to start talking about treatments for people who, who don't have vaccinations. There exactly. Is, yeah. So we definitely have to have the treatments. Now... Nevada parents have sent their children to school despite both testing positive for COVID two days earlier. So more than eighty children are now in isolation um, in Reno, Nevada, um, at this um, Mark Hurt school, and they'll have to quarantine after two after some parents sent their kids. They they knew they tested positive because they did, and they sent their kids to school anyway. Wow. You know, okay, wow. so I guess Jay's Jay's gonna have to run a disclaimer about violence right now before I get ready to say this. But I'm saying when people spit on people, and you know you have COVID, um, and somebody punches you in your face, then don't get mad at getting punched in the face because you are knowingly trying to infect somebody.
3: Right. And I think it, exactly.
1: Yeah, and it needs to just be plainly said. I know people are like, we shouldn't be talking about violence and all of that you you need to do uh, something cool. drastic sometimes you exactly, need to do exactly i agree <laughs> See, oh you do agree with that okay fine yeah i but, agree yeah, I, I agree
3: do. you you can't do stuff like that i agree with you 110 percent absolutely
1: yeah yeah you're trying to harm them and and you're laughing about it if i got covid i'm going to give it to somebody else People are dying from COVID, so let it go. But
3: remember, but remember now. Doesn't it fall under that same statute? Remember, if you have AIDS and you sleep with somebody, they was really was charging people for doing that. Yeah. Do you know I mean? yeah. 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 To me, it's the same At thing. At that time, it you was a death.
1: Yep. At the time, it was a death sentence. So, if you knowingly try to kill somebody, and I don't care how you try to kill them, that it's still attempted murder. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I Everybody agree. Now, um, you know students in a uh, West Virginia college will be hit with a seven hundred and fifty dollars um, fee if they refuse to get back vaccinated, and they will also charge students um, two hundred and fifty dollars if they actually need to get quarantined on campus. Now, that's interesting, right? So oh wow! A, yeah, if you get COVID and they find out that you're not vaccinated, you're getting a $750 fee and $250 for the quarantine. But now they have to pay wow. the quarantine. Your... Wow.
3: Yeah.
1: Now, there's an anti-vaxxer German nurse who injected up to, they said, eight eight 8,600 people with saline solution instead of the COVID vaccine. So right. authorities on Tuesday urged thousands of people who received their first vaccination and um i guess it's Breslin Germany to get another shot but she came back and she said no that only happened to one patient that she would never have done that oh, wow. no yeah now the reason i i need to stay on this story for a second is because
3: okay
1: people don't, people don't understand how the Tuskegee experiment ha- happened and they're scared of covid yeah please laws. explain Plans. that
3: Yeah, please yeah. explain that
1: Yes. So what happened is that when you get vaccine, vac, um, vaccines, they actually dilute it with a saline solution, and then they give you the vaccination. So with Tuskegee they sent it to them, and they were swapping out, giving them placebos and not giving, and just giving them flat saline, opposed to giving them any kind of shots or vaccinations. So it wasn't that the vaccinations were bad that they gave them. It is when they diluted the vaccinations is how Tuskegee happened. They were giving them some uh, I,
3: I uh, thought that they gave them syphilis, and they didn't, they didn't treat them because they wanted to see what type of reaction that they would have on the human body.
1: Yes, so they gave, they gave them saline, like, so they gave a control group on um, saline, right? So Because when you get vaccinations, this is why nobody knew what was going on. Even the people who were actually giving them the shots didn't know. Because okay. they were looted before they got there. So some of them actually gave, they gave some of them syphilis just to track them. But right. the government, but the government also put radiation in Similac and, tra- and just to trace, you know, people going to the hospital and what radiation will do to your body, they put radiation in Similac. Oh, okay. okay. And, hence why I say, if you're going to get a vaccination, go someplace where white folks get vaccination
4: you don't trust
1: and have a control group in a specific area, then go where everybody else is going because they're not going to poison that many people in one shot. Mm-hmm. That's, well, okay. that's why I said But it's just because of this story that she used saline instead. You have to know that sometimes they dilute the um, solution. Or you can make sure that when you get an injection, that it's a single dosage vial because they don't actually mix that with anything they just stick a syringe in it get the single dosage vial and then they throw the vial away so if you're getting vaccinations use the single dosage vial opposed to the multiple dosage vial they don't mix that i know i took a long time to explain that but i just need to know that there is a difference so it's a single dosage vial it's probably pretty safe but they don't corrupt it from the factory. It's when it comes from the factory clinics that they actually kind of do something to it. So if you're skeptical, that's where it is. Just go someplace that's reputable and use single-dose its vials. All right. Okay. All right. Did I explain cool. that okay, Jay? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, audience,
3: I, I think don't... people. No, no, uh, I-, I agree, Jerome, Because I- I-, I, I think you explained it. Uh, you know appropriately because I know that every now and then I'll go and check some of these sites for comments, and you know when I hear about you know somebody asked me I'm embarrassed to ask what's what happened with Tuskegee I'm like well go online but I think people like the way we explain things so yeah I like the way you did that's cool
1: yeah yeah Tuskegee, Tuskegee was a controlled experiment so don't, I wouldn't worry about Tuskegee happening unless just in a specific area now right. America. Delta and Southwest Airlines are—they backtracked on their vaccination trend, and they say they will not mandate staff for shots. But Amtrak. Oh really? Said, when did they do yeah. this? Um, that—that was this week. Oh wow. Yep. They, the employees at American Delta and Southwest will not be required to show proof that they're vaccinated against COVID. Now, American oh, wow. Airlines and Amtrak. They all will. They they mandated it. So Amtrak employees are required, and they're required. What about they're, they're retired to get the shot have regular mm, tests.
3: What about Southwest?
1: Yeah, Southwest said that they they will not be required to show proof of vaccination. Delta, oh, an American, wow. and Southwest. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. Wow.
1: You know when that happens, though, they're probably going to make them get tested quite often, because they can't afford a lawsuit from being, you know, with them infect passengers. So they may have to take a, a COVID test like an hour or two before their flight, because they have rapid tests now. So they may have to regularly yeah. get tested.
3: Mm-hmm. They so, want get back. And let me ask you a question though. I thought it was I thought that there were federal regulations in place where you cannot. So, you can't enter an airport with uh, without a mask or whatever. oh we're talking two different things never mind when I said mask automatically, okay, you're right, never mind,
1: yeah, we are talking it about depends.
3: vaccination versus wearing a mask, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, so if you have it that you're not spreading it. <laughs> they don't care if you have it with yeah. a mask, so you're not yeah. got it hitting particles
3: got it okay, okay. got it
1: Now, now PepsiCo, <clears throat> PepsiCo launched a five percent alcohol version in watermelon and black cherry favors
4: um, for their drink. <laughs>
1: I don't know what they're trying to say, but the uh, <laughs> <laughs> has closed. Oh, so, that's something that the Boston Beer um, CEO, Dave Hurwick, <laughs> acknowledged
4: um,
1: detriment of their, their company share prices. But Pepsi is now getting <laughs> alcoholic... Uh, flavored caffeine drinks <laughs> they said now it will there will be sugar and caffeine free ones but they're getting uh, into the alcohol drink isn't that that like <laughs> that hot what is it that hard cider stuff i don't drink any of that stuff
3: yeah that, no. yeah, but, yeah yeah well
1: has yep pepsi's now in the business <laughs> it's just five alcohol Jesus. okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna say this because i know it's on the record because this was a running uh-huh. joke. And I have to remember. Oh, okay. A friend of mine named Rita Lawrence. So she needs to take credit uh-huh. for this. See? Okay. She and I were, were cracking jokes about this, the cannabis oil and the CB, what is it, CBT stuff? What is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I can't remember. Yeah. So, what happened is, you know how you have, like, um, Cheetos and all that stuff that are, like, cannabis-based snack foods, right? Right. I have idea. That you should have like a chisahoy, but with one cannabis cookie in it, or some Cheetos with just one Cheeto. It, it right. goes to the whole theme of Cracker Jacks. You know who get the prize, right? So you keep eating Oh that. my god! One of your friends fell asleep, and you're like, you got that cookie, you got the chisahoy, but the cannabis, right? Like saying,
3: oh damn! Uh, boy.
1: It'll be nice for a party, favors. <laughs> One of these Cheetos is going make you sleepy and make you eat the rest wow. of the Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> One of these Cheetos are not like the other.
3: One yeah, exactly. of these Cheetos are not the same. Oh, That's man. Oh, You've
1: you, been hanging like that
3: dude too long, man.
1: Look, you do not have to spend all your money on cannabis um tax. <laughs> so, one of those gummies is gonna put your baby to sleep. But so do not let this. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's oh man. The- so so when, you hear, when you hear about this happening later, just remember this show.
3: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. This dude talking about putting cannabis in drinks, I mean in foods. You going out no, no, with your I man, just self.
1: Can't. I I'm just saying you reach your hand in a lay's potato chip bag and you like a lace but you gonna get a fried And
3: hey, well, you Don't know be- the thing that was so funny about what you said was that there is one Cheeto in here that would make you sleepy and make you eat all the other Cheetos. <laughs> now, that's funny. Oh man, that's funny. Now that's funny. Yeah, that's
1: funny. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know that thing? Only eat just one the wrong one.
3: Oh, snap. That's funny. I'm, Man, I'm hilarious. a party wow.
1: at heart, so that's kind of my, my next life. Uh, I'll be Party
10: planning.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know
1: I, I'm just saying, this is in the middle of the news. We kind of have to break that up a little bit, but if you got some Cheetos... Uh. And the, and the person, my friend Rita, was telling me that it's just because they're making these cannabis snacks look like the real snacks so you can't tell them apart. And I said, well, why tell them apart? Just throw some in the other bag. Kick it up.
3: Uh, <laughs> you know, my see, I didn't know that. In- see, Wait a minute, Joe. So you're telling me you can go to a cannabis store and buy snacks and stuff? See, I always thought that people would just throw a little bit of it in the brownie.
1: But no, I guess no, you no. can go out and buy yourself.
3: Have- see, I, that's, I'm a Bolivian steward, bro.
1: The gummy bears and the Swedish fish kind of gummy worms and you oh, know cookies. Really? Yeah, there's, there's cannabis, everything. You can get that oh, in man. a lot of... I'm just saying. I didn't know. So if you want to make some cookies I there, Jay, I, I wouldn't tell nobody. Nah, was.
3: man. No, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. That's, I'll pass. <laughs> Here I'm at
1: work. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
3: no, thank you. You got,
1: you got no, to watch you. your work park potlucks now. Like I, I cool. know, right? You, yeah, who bought the snacks? Like, um... Don't that to bring this.
3: bring <laughs> the... Don't, don't eat nothing that food brings, boy. But you know what, Doug? <laughs> you bring up an, an excellent point, dog. If it looks like the regular stuff, you see a uh, a plate full of Oreo cookies, one of them could be laced with something. You know what I mean? I mean it's crazy. If it looks just like the original... That's crazy, yeah. man. That's crazy. Dang. That's crazy. Just
1: saying, if Pepsi is now putting alcohol in Pepsi... What do you think um what the Mars um family are gonna do with those um, combos? Remember that with pretzels and cheese in it? Yeah, little- yeah,
3: exactly.
1: <laughs> It'll be a real combo. Like, yeah, a little- <laughs> uh, Damn. Just- oh man. This is, out there. this is
3: crazy. All right. This is
1: crazy. Now now the white population is shrinking according to the census. So you talked yep. about this a little bit earlier. But the two thousand and twenty Census revealed that white folks make up less than sixty percent for the first time in the history of this country. Mm-hmm. Nearly, yep. there are ne- nearly twenty million less white folks than it was in two thousand and ten.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know that that's right. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I know you said this, and I didn't comment on this. Cause I knew I was going to story. Um, this has been known for a long time. This was Hitler's issue. <laughs> Hitler knew mm-hmm. that population was decreasing so in 1930 it was in the 30s when he tried to rise power the first time when he got thrown in jail but Mm
4: -hmm. their whole thing
1: about making sure they did not have um, genetic annihilation that's where the Aryan stuff came from of race purity stuff because their population was decreasing. so this is not something that's new This is why this is driving a lot of white supremacist organizations, because they knew that the population was decreasing. Since the census delivered these numbers and the Trump administration was doing a census and they cut census short and they messed up the calculation, I believe that number is a lot lower than that. I think they stopped the census on purpose. Remember they would well, have no problem Yeah,
3: with yeah I, I I thought they did anyway because of the because uh, we wanted to ask okay. uh, wanted to ask people about their, um, um, their, their want, about their citizenship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, right. Because then you can still have more white folks, and then you can delegate the congressional. You can do the redistricting based up on white people and not just people generally.
3: Yeah, but a lot but, of people thought that the reason why they were asking because they were going to come after them. So a lot of folks didn't even still that out. But check this out. Give them the number of the amount, the percentage of, of, of uh, mixed uh, kids under the age of uh, 18. White yeah. folks are really gone. I mean, those numbers are just astonishing.
1: Right. So well, those numbers are reflected on the people that said that they were white, just alone, non-Hispanic or... Latino, like they excluded any other group. So other groups that just answered white alone make up sixty one percent of the country according to the data map. Right? But the white population is still the largest in the country with two hundred and thirty five million. Second largest is Hispanics, where they don't bracket they don't break them into black or white either. So this is not a race thing we see Spanish. You're talking about people who speak Spanish. So they're inflating those numbers by the way, but they're the third largest, which makes up 60 billion or 18%. And the third is African-Americans, which represents 12.1%. But when it's in combo, when they're black in another race or whatever, it's up to yeah. 14. Yeah. Black people's population probably naturally is around 16 or 17. The numbers are, are, depre- are depressed a little bit based upon, um, the Trump administration not really going at certain communities for census. They didn't care.
3: Right. And there's another number that's important, too, that the census also shows that 85% of Americans live around urban areas. So why do yeah. you think the Republicans are trying to redistribute? I'm telling you, man, it all makes sense. It's it, They're playing chestnut checkers. They're yeah. playing chestnut checkers.
1: Yep. And so when we say that, I think that goes over oh, everyone's head. So you have states that have more like um, there's about six states matter of fact there might be more than that. New York City has 8.8 million people that's more than the population of like Iowa, Idaho like all of these states have more cows than they have <coughs> people right? But you want to say they have one uh, they have two senators in New York State and you have two in that state It's not. it's not divided by the population, so they figure if all of the
4: uh,
1: minorities or 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 the population is in urban cities, they're making sure those those suburban states have more control or have just as much control as people who have the population. That's why polling mm-hmm. is always bad. So the only states where the majority of the population is non-white is California, which is 39.4 percent Hispanic. Uh, D.C., which should be a state, but the majority of people in right. Washington D. C., is 40.9% black. 40.9. 41% of all of Washington is black. That's why Congress don't want to give D.C. any. That's um, right. Hawaii, majority is Asian, right? Because whites are essentially right. Asian, right? So that's 36.5%. And New Mexico. Has a Hispanic majority of 47.7%, and um, also Puerto Rico is population 98% Hispanic.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we're not talking about Black Puerto Ricans and White Puerto Ricans, by the way. We're just calling right. them all the same people. Right. So, but obviously, it's the whitest state still. It's uh, 95.5%, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said it was obvious, but it's obvious to me living up here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, the most populous um, um, cities in the country, the five most populous, obviously, is New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, and Phoenix are the top five largest U.S. cities. But Phoenix, Phoenix passed Philadelphia. Philadelphia was always in the top five. It was always Chicago and
3: New uh, York. Philadelphia was all... I, I did not know that. I knew it was, what, um, L.A., New York, Houston, and what was the other one that I'm missing? Uh, Chicago, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. I don't know if Philly was in the top. That's that's. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yep, yep. I did it's not know that. city It's dang near a uh, uh, suburb of... They probably hate to say this. It's kind of like a suburb of New York City. Philadelphia is really not that far from New York.
3: Yeah, I used to be stationed out there, yeah, and I had family out there, yeah. I know that. It's not that far at all.
1: Now, a group of retired NFL players petitioned the Justice Department to probe the use of race norming in the league. So the landmark $1 billion class action settlement, concussion settlement, um, they had a practice that may have negatively impacted hundreds or even thousands of black former players. So in June... Okay. The, the league would evaluate concussion claims, um, and they would say, because you're black, you had a uh, um, – your neuro- neurological decline was more in black people than white people. So they wanted to get play black people fast if they got concussion – concussed. Oh, really? I guess. Yeah. They were using fake race standards to determine if people had concussions. Oh, wow. They were saying, y'all, put it, put it this way. They were essentially saying, y'all not smart as white people anyway, so your cognitive skills should have been lower than white people.
3: So remember, it, that was the hit. Remember, they said that about black
1: quarterbacks. Remember that? Yeah. 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 The league presumes, or I shouldn't say the league, but that evaluation. Um, in June, the league pledged to evaluate question claims without the use of race norming, which presumes that African-American players start with a lower cognitive functioning and make it harder for them to prove neurological decline and qualify for settlement. You know, again, I think that, that critical race theory stuff is why white right. folks are like, we don't want to, we, we establish norms, and right. white folks don't want you to correct those norms. Because white yeah. folks are so racist, they believe like that so that's a part of our medical history that people think oh black people can endure more pain so we won't give them pain medicine like they did stuff like that
3: you know I still don't understand why that's an issue I can't understand why you know they people some folks don't want people to understand the true history of this nation I mean this is ridiculous critical race theory is important I think it should happen it's just stupid it's just whatever
1: The, the thing that we're missing is what colonizers or colonization is about and what white supremacy is about. You want to stay on all costs. So any lie that you've been told that you're better than somebody, you're like, oh, let's just go with that. We don't need to correct that. Right? So they want to keep that, that position of people believing something that they know is not true. And and you know what the fun thing about it is that they're actually using an excuse that People, it will make white kids feel bad. Telling them the truth will make them feel bad. That's how strong a yeah, lie well. is. Yeah,
3: no,
4: yeah. No, they, that's find,
1: ridiculous. Uh, now you're concerned that they're going to find out that you're a liar, I guess.
3: Hey, you know, I, dude, when I tell you, man, sometimes I'm just so put off by so many things we talk about. It's just ridiculous. I know. I mean, I, I still know. remember when we talked about, you know, I saw this comic book of how they were trying to show white people and slaves living happily together. I'm like, what kind of BS is this? Go turn <laughs> on roots, and then you tell yeah. me if that looks like somebody living happily together. a of here. They,
1: they actually put that in a, in a history book that black people were happy as slaves. You know who believed that? People who owned who? slaves. Because they wanted to believe that oh, yeah. they were loved. <laughs>
3: yeah, All right. exactly.
1: They had to love me because they were still singing. It's like, yeah, they were... Um, so that they, they don't come up and kill you. That's what that was. They're trying to make yeah, some peace man. around it. Yeah. Uh, now Shikari Richardson, who um missed the Olympics yeah. because right. of her H C test positive, he will race mm-hmm. the three taken swim sprinters who swept the Olympics in that hundred meter dash um in Tokyo. She's gonna race yeah. them on Saturday. They're gonna be an Oregon
3: for what? So she's, this is this like a, just a, a thing to make money or is I guess I don't it's a know. thing to make money? I don't money know what
1: from. it is. But they have a I think they're just starting their regular race season coming up.
3: Oh wow. Okay.
1: So they're going to be in Oregon. Now if she wins there's going to be hell to pay because everybody's going to be like you know questioning who's the fastest person on the planet kind of thing right? But those all of them are fast so I would yeah. I would still I would here, here's me not being a, a male chauvinist But I literally believe That I would come in last if I was racing any of them <laughs> Like That's <laughs> they say Like men want to race against women Because it's unfair I am telling you right now I don't care you can take the top 40 women sprinters And I'm still probably going to come in last I am confident in a lot of stuff But that my friend I have to give it up I, I, I'm going to come in last now, you raised uh, me the men, uh, but I don't – that
3: I'm going to laugh. <laughs> so but it hold on, like, now. But wait a minute, now. Hold on, Drew. Wait a minute, now. See, this goes back to an argument that I've always had with people. You know, people say, well, this is Serena Williams, and they so good that she maybe to beat the man. Listen, they can beat that – let me tell you something. If, she, if they show up at your tennis club, they're going to beat the hell out of you. But, you right. know, we're talking a whole different – normal people going to get smoked all day long.
1: Yeah. You know what saying? I, I'm saying? I'm I'm not working people out – yeah, I don't yeah. work it out. I don't have no illusions of being fast. But I can tell you, <laughs> as a guy, I can't say that I'm going to come in the last bunch of guys. I'll start to work uh, out for that. Now, I may come in second to last. I the last person, but I ain't coming in last. My motivation is... I can admit those women are faster than me. That ain't... that. That's not a <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> think I ran that fast in high school, so I can't really tell you now. That, no. that is just playing around. It, it is funny. not even first. Now, that um, yeah, Nico Ali Walsh, the grandson of Muhammad Ali, the boxing Ooh. legend, he had his first What's fight. It? Yeah, he had his first fight yesterday and, and won on a technical knockout on the first in the first round.
3: It oh,
1: was did he? Wow. Professional boxing debut. He's a middleweight, um, Ali Walsh. He's the son of Robert Walsh and Rashida Ali Walsh, uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Um, and he's 20 years, 21 years old. And get this, he signed with Bob Abrams. Oh, wow. Yeah, the guy who's been ripping up black people for centuries is still <laughs> in the boxing game. Black people I knew that
3: I was great. I thought he was done.
1: No kidding. What is he, 90? The thing with black He's people... He's got to be old as hell, yeah. Let me tell you. We will turn 40 and they be like, you need to stop rapping. It's like, Willie Nelson is still out there. Right? When it comes to white folks, yeah. they don't have age like, no cutoff from them doing anything. But we'll turn 50 and be right. like, we need the young kids handle it. Remember, yeah. people, wisdom comes with age. By the way, you can be smart as you want to, but being wise is not something that um you learn in school.
3: What last name what last name is he using? Is he using Ali or is he using the, the combo name or whatever?
1: He's using the combo, Ali Walsh.
3: Oh, okay, all right. Okay.
1: Now, I don't know how this is working out, but I, you know, I'm gonna try not to get you get people sending you letters but i'm like i'd be I scared care. of the ali guy but i wouldn't be scared of the wash guy like i don't know how that goes <laughs> i don't know if he's trying to scare them or put them at ease so that he can beat them i don't know which one that is uh yeah but yeah yeah he's trade he's trading off his grandfather which he has the right to so peace out there absolutely
3: absolutely absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. does he look
1: like no. him no right like nope no. not at all but and you realize Muhammad was a was a heavyweight. So this guy is a yeah, middleweight. But no, he can right. put on a little bit of weight and go into the heavyweight, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, oh absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's twenty one, so he got time to put some weight on. Um, but he done ran into a young Mike Tyson, he'd been out of there. Matter of fact, he ran out of old Mike Tyson. Like, you don't have okay, to wait.
3: Yet. Want, dude, dude, they don't want to run into an old Mike Tyson, homeboy. Man. Nobody want none of that, man. That joke is full of, oh. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Jerome. I'm not scared of a lot of people, but that's a brother I think if I saw him, man, <laughs> coming across the street, I think I have to, let me go get the hell up out of here, man. Hey, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something.
1: That is awesome. <laughs> Mike Tyson puts, his fear, puts fear in people like their grandmother do. Because you know how yeah. your grandmother, she looks like she's old, but you noticed he'll knock you out. Like it's yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He walks around yeah, yeah, with a walk, yeah. yeah. slippers, and she said, I said, take that up. And you look like, I think I can take her, but I'm not sure. You're not really sure. Yeah. 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 The older he gets, you're like, he might have a flashback, yeah. even if he has some vision. <laughs> You don't want him to have that yeah. one good round. <laughs> like Mike Tyson would. Nah, yeah, dude.
4: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah
1: you, that's, a good, that's a good person to have a healthy fear of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, sir. And I have it. That's what they have to Who,
1: who was the comedian that said that uh, they used to mock Mike Tyson until Mike, they bumped into him? It was Jamie Foxx, I think. He bumped into Mike Tyson. Was it Jamie
3: Foxx? Yeah, I kind of remember that.
1: Yeah, man, yeah. I yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, I him. He said, until Mike Tyson laughed about it, then he was like, woo! <laughs> <saying, "Man." laughs> <laughs> he said, I gave up the pressure a long time ago. Something
3: oh, man, that's funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Now, a, yep. A judge demands to know why the U.S. Capitol rioters will only pay $1.5 million on their attack of capital, while taxpayers have to pay $521 million. Really? Yep, so the Chief Justice um Beth Howell how uh, made the comments Monday during a plea plea hearing from some guy, Glenn West Lee Croy. That just sounds like way too many names. But anyway, Colorado yeah. man who pled guilty to his role at the Capitol riot. But it's true, right? They caused they cause um the taxpayers five hundred and twenty one million dollars and Lindsey Graham and them are walking around here like it was just like a regular day at the White House or at the Capitol.
3: <clears throat> I Let, me the Let me ask you Go a question about Lindsey. Let me ask you a question about Lindsey Graham. Do you think uh-huh. Lindsey Graham is? It's like he's. Do you think he's trying to de-Trumpetize himself because it's like he's not talking as much as he was before? I noticed that.
1: Yeah, I, and Lindsey Graham just came out and said that Trump needs to stop talking about the the a race being. um being fixed or something, because his legacy—he'll be known as the person that—that um, that will be in his biography. The the yeah. uh, insurrection will. So he's saying Trump mm-hmm. needs to talk about it, which means Benji Graham is calculated in him mm. being like being crazy. Like he knows what he's doing. So yeah. when Benji says, "Oh, that didn't happen," he knows that he's lying. So he's telling mm. Trump stop about it, and then we can move past it. We can paint a different picture. Those dudes are mm. calculating. So mm. When I hear stuff like, you know, Lindsey Graham knows better. Yeah, he knows better, but that doesn't mean he's, mm. he's a lie. You can't
4: shame mm. people like. That. Mm.
1: So a man who 71 was hit with federal charges for sending Maxine Waters death death threats including racial slurs and um, signs on behalf of the KKK. He was 71. Oh, wow. Anthony Gallagher was charged with mailing threats and communications to Maxine Waters. Here we go. Wow. Now, an Army veteran, 26, is jailed for 10 years for shooting into a car full of black girls when he backed into, he went, uh, went it backed into the pickup truck after a Trump rally in Iowa. But Michael McKinley, oh, cool. yep, 26, was sentenced in Iowa um, up to 10 years in prison after he pled guilty to um, intimidation with a dangerous weapon. He shot in there. That's not intimidation. He should have got attempted murder. But again, Whoa. hard to convict white males, right? So he, got, he pled yeah. guilty to intimidation and willful injury yeah. stemming from the shooting of a teenage girl. Started getting into the emergency, let that man off the hook. Oh, and by yeah. the way, since we're doing this, prosecutors have dropped rape charges and sexual assault charges against a Ohio football star who was accused of raping a naked girl and molesting her while she slept. What? After re- yes, another one. Right. Oh boy. Um, Crosley. Uh, McKetchen, who's 18, was charged with rape sexual assault in July after a girl um, after the girl who went to authorities claimed that she woke up and found him on top of her, right? He was indicted by a grand jury on rape and sexual battery and gross sexual um, imposition. He was released on a $100,000 bond but on Thursday of this week, they suddenly Mm. dropped charges. After the investigator said, oh, we found new information that changed our understanding of the case, but they won't say what their understanding was. Oh, wow. on him. So if they went to the trouble to get a grand jury and then they indicted him, but the prosecutor said, oh, yeah, we have some new inf- information that we're not telling you about, so we're dropping the charges. Mm. What... Oh, and by the yeah, way. That's sad, man. Wow. Yeah, it also said. This is now. Get this part. This dismissal is not a comment on uh, a comment on his guilt or innocence. Oh, they probably right, saying he probably did it, but we don't want to take a chance of taking him to court. Mm. Don't this sound like that other rape case? We don't want to ruin it his
3: exactly like
1: it. See? And this is in Ohio. The so other one was in California where he raped an unconscious girl. So mm. this system is actually enforcing our attitudes towards white males when they. Mm. Now a Texas cop, 35, is fired and arrested for engaging in sexual conduct with 17 year old student in a district mm. that he worked resource officer. So here we go again, but he's arrested, but. On the next show, whenever this goes to court, I'm sure this will be another case where the 35-year-old guy was released on his own recognizance after sleeping with a 17-year-old. They're going to probably let him go. Now, three retired Philadelphia cops were charged with making false statements in a wrongful, wrongful conviction of a man who spent 25 years in prison for rape and murder that he did not commit. So a Philadelphia grand jury found the three now retired officers um, coerced, forced, and um, uh, uh, when they convicted Anthony Wright, who was 20 back then, and then they repeated the false statements in his retrial reti- when he was 45 years. So not only did they lie on him when he was 20, when he was 45 they lied again and convicted that man of rape, 25 years in jail.
3: Don't. So, we'll get yep. me started on that stuff. That's I know,
1: stuff you I know. I know. Now, now there is a news story that talked about Andrew Cuomo was only brought down because of the number of enemies he made politically over the years, not because the Attorney General's sexual harassment report. Now, this is an insider in Albany. Um, it was reported the governor resigned. Um, a week after being labeled a serial sexual harasser by um, Letitia James but um, she said that he sexually harassed 11, William, 11, William, 11 women and created a toxic mm-hmm. work but technically you can right. change the workplace so him resigning was based on the political enemies and people turning on him more than it has to do with what actually happened so based on public comments that he made like telling the doctor who gave him a COVID test that she made PPE gowns look good is one of the reasons why they wanted him out of there. Right? Like, he was, he was in front of media cameras, and he told a woman that she makes PPE gowns look good, and people said he's sexually was harassing her. You know, And again, I know there's a big difference, and luckily there's no women yeah. on this right now to yell at us. But (laughs) it is true that I tell women that they're pretty all the time, so whatever to you. If they're pretty, I'm going to say that. And and even if they're not, I like people to have good self-esteem. So if they're cute, I was like, you're cute, and don't let anybody tell you any different. I don't hit on them, but you need to know that people feel, like, beat down sometimes in their day, and you're like, hey, you know what? Oh, actually, I probably shouldn't share this one, but... I was okay. in the airport one time and
8: um,
1: one of the the um, people who worked for an airline I won't say what airline it was but okay. it was a, it's a friend of mine and she <laughs> said if you tell the girl upstairs that she's pretty she might upgrade your ticket right uh-oh the reason was the woman was pregnant and she was having a bad day and so I went oh, upstairs wow. so when I went up there I said to her hey I was told if I tell you you look pretty that you may upgrade my ticket And she laughed And I said By the way You do look pretty And that wasn't solicited And she still upgraded me But anyway Rock, The point what is, is You told
3: her that that's, that's funny Now I thought you would just go up there I was wondering how you were going to approach
1: that oh, Topic yeah, with her yeah. But uh,
3: wow That's, that's funny that's, that's pretty good. I'm not
1: manipulative Right See, what, yeah, She wasn't actually yeah, yeah. Was pretty She was having a bad day and I yeah. has to be upgraded and I said, But they told me downstairs if I tell you it's pretty, you're more the more I to upgrade. And she laughed. See? You don't have to be a <laughs> you don't have to be a dirt guy to get women to smile. That's the more the, yeah. of that but that's a joke. You know. Yeah. That you. I'll tell you my Houston stories <laughs> off the air. But
3: Okay.
1: All right. So a Minnesota woman who is nineteen Was arrested for helping a Republican strategist, 30, prey on young girls and recruit them for sex trafficking. Mm. So uh, her name, her last name was Castro Medina something, but um, um, Giselle, I think, is her name. But she's in Minnesota, but she was arrested on Thursday um, and charged with sex trafficking of a minor in the Tiffany's commit commits trafficking and obstruction of justice. And what is up with Republicans in their 30s going after young girls?
3: Well, you know, I was just about to ask you that. I can't understand all this stuff that goes on, and they still continue to think that they can do this and don't get caught, which probably a lot of them, let's be honest, are probably not getting caught, you know?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Like I said, we watch this hides in plain sight. This is part of our culture that men... um, try to relive their childhood and so when they get into power they want a cheerleader that rejected them in high school so that's why most porn is about people looking at cheerleaders and stuff because their psyche doesn't mm. allow them to move on from their high school years but so Matt Gates is chasing yeah. young girls because he likes partying with young girls because of probably he was alienated as a child baby I'm not diagnosing him in particular but I'm just saying there's something else going on and they're still wrong, yeah. so don't like Jay We're not condoning their behavior at all. I think they should get anybody who sexually assaults anybody, like, especially young kids, I think the death penalty yeah. should be that's my personal I agree belief. With you on so I don't agree believe that. I agree with you on that, to be
3: honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am not even cool with that at all. So, yeah. I, I know I didn't mention this um, last time because I got kicked out of the show last show, but cool and the Gang founding member, um, D.T., e. Dennis Thomas, died at age 70 last week.
3: Oh, really? Just, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Yep. And um, also, from one of my shows, I know, um, what's his name, Harry? Oh, remember the show Night Court?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And I can't remember the guy's name um, who just passed, who was on Night Court. What's yeah. his name?
3: That brother di- Yeah, that brother
1: died. Yeah, I, I can
3: see him, but I can't remember his name. Yeah.
1: I'll find it. But um, Marky Post just died. Remember her? Really? Nightcore. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she passed yes. away at eight.
3: The white female.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I- so, wow. So um, what's his name? Harry, the comedian. Harry was a judge. Why are yeah. we trying to a, on a, night court? Anyway, I'll get my. I know, cause
3: I used to love. Mike, I used to love him.
1: Yeah, he and Bull, the bailiff, and all of those guys. And um, but anyway, um, Marcy Post also passed. Now, yeah. uh, wow. Doc G, passed, the front man from Digital Underground, is set to be honored yeah. with a, a celebration of life by the city of Oakland. Oh, wow. He died oh. in April. Yeah. He'll be receiving a day-long tribute from the Bay Area on August 21st. So Gregory oh, wow. Edward Jacobs um, had a passion for helping the homeless and less fortunate. So the day will begin with his family and friends serving meals to thousand homeless people in the area. And afterward, a motorcade will be driven through Oakland City Hall, where speakers will oralize him. Jock G. And oh. other musicians will perform live in his honor. Oh uh, wow. That's
3: cool. Uh,
1: yeah. So if you don't know, Shock G produced songs for like Prince, for Doctor Dre, yep. for Fox, for K R S one. Shock G did a lot of music production. And and he traveled around yeah. with Parliament for a minute. You know. But, that Clint. I
3: didn't know. Okay. I didn't oh, know yeah. that.
1: Yep. Wow. So he'll be honored on August um. Twenty-first. Oh, all right. Wow. Now, I know Ooh. we're getting, getting towards the end, but I want to say this. Since the yeah. Point. Dolly Parton
4: uh-huh.
1: made quite a surprising revelation when she was being interviewed. She gave all the royalties when Whitney Houston sang, I Will Always Love You. You know how Dolly Parton uh-huh. wrote that song? Her exactly. Song. Yeah. Um, she, she actually donated um, the proceeds. $10 million is what she reportedly um, earned. But she said that she gave it to um, um, she donated it to the black community in Nashville. What? Dolly Parton has Dolly Parton has done so much for humanity who and she does not even talk about it. She's seventy five years right.
3: old. Like, invest- Prince. Uh, like Prince Huh? Like,
1: yeah.
3: like Prince. Remember Prince Prince.
1: Prince did so much for so many people, it's not even funny. But Dolly Parton invested in Moderna. So They were the first ones to come up with the vaccine. Dolly Parton was the people wow. who made that happen. Wow. So anyway, I know we have a minute left, but I just wanted to make sure I said that. I, want, I And I'll talk about Simone Biles. I had some other stuff, but we'll talk about those guys next week.
3: All right, I never, man. Well, it's been I never even
1: fun, up man. My stuff.
3: It's been what fun hanging with you today, brother. I just it's been fun hanging with you today, man. And, I, you know, I need to do this more often. This is pretty cool. I know. You I need like to.
1: Hang out. I cannot
3: believe you. Yeah. Hang out. No, I'll be trying to <laughs> let Mr. Elias have that time, man, but I think I'm coming back next week. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm coming in. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. But we're at, that's it. We're at the end of the road, man. So God bless you. Easy. And uh, we'll see you next week, man. It's God's will man. Take care, brother.
1: Yes, sir. See you next week.
3: All right, guys.